Blog Talk Radio. I don't need you with a bad leg doing a break. You're too damn selfish. And that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. Hey, I'm here with Iron Mike Tyson. What did you think of the Royal Rumble match? What do you think of Stone Cold? And this man, Cold Stone is my man. He won. Gallows Anderson nerves. Yeah, we are driving. What's next for the Battle Club? Um... Well, I think Prince Devitt, or, uh... <laughs> World domination. There you go. I think Finn Balor's going to win the Elimination Chamber for one thing. Mark Henry going right to Ahmed Johnson. And Mark Henry is handling the big Johnson with those clubbing tree-like arms. McMahon, i got a question for you. What's that? What's the names of the two bomb angels? Uh, unfortunately, I... I can't speak Japanese all that well. I mean, I might want a date later tonight, and I might want to approach one of these girls. What do I call them, a bomb angel? No, let's call the one in the ring pink and the one out on the apron. Let's call her red, I guess. Oh, that's real clever. Well, what else are you going to do? Pink in the ring, the pink angel. He's going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, the British Bulldogs have got a history in Royal Rumbles, and tonight I'm going to remake history by winning this night's Royal Rumble tonight because I'm bizarre. This is WrestleCast Radio with your host, Ryan Cook. Three, four weeks in a row on SmackDown. The Bludgeon Brothers of the Usos would wrestle, and then they would cross paths with the next team would wrestle in the following match. Yeah. And now the Usos are wrestling the New Day. Did they forget? Like, once again, who doesn't read this stuff? That, oh, oh, man. I'm so mad. And Alex Mello. You know, we're doing a last man standing match, a garage or uh, garbage can match, or, you know, <laughs> ambulance in a pole match. You know, like... Can you escape death match? Like, are we even going to even get that showdown where Braun finally goes over? I think that's a bigger passing of the torch. Instead of Brock and Roman, it should be Brock and Strowman. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 68. We're, uh, we're climbing the ranks here. WrestleCast Radio, as always. Ryan Cook here with you, and in studio, making the track, Alex Mello. What's going on? I think we saw a live kidnapping that turned into Tag Team Gold last night at WrestleMania. <laughs> the showcase of the immortal illegal activities, but we'll get into that a little bit. But man, uh, us at WrestleCast Radio, Strong Style Media, um, a great four days of uh, of pro wrestling. Yes, we watched a ton, a ton, a ton of wrestling. Uh, I mean, where do we start? Thursday, there was three shows that happened. We, we checked those out. We got a couple of the Friday. We got a couple of the Saturday. Obviously, NXT, WrestleMania. I think we watched about mm-hmm. 10 shows over the weekend. Yes, yes. And I exceeded my bedtime of 10 p.m. Yes. each night. So. Yes. You were rocking and rolling. Oh, we were, man. We were making a count. It was a struggle, but we made a count. <laughs> um, I, unfortunately, was ready to laugh at him every time he fell asleep, only to realize the last week I'd become a daywalker. Yeah. And I began to struggle, too. And I'm like this. This sucks. This hurts. <laughs> this hurts my ego. Um, not talking about all ego, Ethan Page. Oh, we will get to in the last fall as he got into a rough fight with the Invisible Man. True, man. Uh, we we got a bunch of goodness to, to talk about. A uh, little we didn't finish over the weekend 
One, sadly, was we watched the whole show minus the main event. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll try to watch that tonight, too. I just realized yeah, we didn't finish. We didn't finish, yeah. Um, and another half show we got to finish. But there was a couple we missed, not a ton. ROH, unfortunately, I'm sure you guys have seen all over the internet. Honor Club yeah. failed miserably. Oof. We've been trying since Saturday to watch this. We're going to try again after we watch the, the Raw after WrestleMania tonight. Mm-hmm. But... We wanted to come to you an hour early because this show may crack three hours. Yeah, it's it's going to be a doozy, but uh, but a fun doozy because there was so much to talk about. Hell, NXT on Saturday night, Saturday night alone <laughs> is probably worth the the full two hours. Yes, that was that was great. We got we got match ratings. I got I got my little dear diary out ready to go. Yes, I've seen the diary in person, ladies and gentlemen. It's really cool. It's a real thing. It's your hardcore diary. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, McFoley, we're gimmick infringing, but. So, obviously, the first things first, we're going to break, come back, and we're going to go into last week's Raw and SmackDown go-home show. So, we're kind of bumping this up, and we're going to combine the news and rumors in with this mm-hmm. and basically give you the news and rumors that we've heard leading into WrestleMania. Yes. Just a couple things out of that. More so, this is just recapping the week. Middle of the show, guys, second fall, we'll come at you with NXT, WrestleMania 34, our thoughts from the from the granddaddy of them all and their their little little son who comes in and always shows the father up it seems like Nicholas. <laughs> I mean, now, his dad's only a ref, that's so true. I mean, and he was kidnapped, like you said. <laughs> but that's beside the point. Uh, then third fall, we're dropping all the WWN shows we watch from Bloodsport, <laughs> The Two Evolves, Kaiju Big Battle, Beyond Wrestling. Yes, my Beyond, God, which that's... was a surprise. Yes, and a, and a good surprise. Yes. Obviously, we got to talk as well the Joey Janelle spring break. Uh, from the graphics alone, but but an amazing match involving a Quebecer and Walter, Walter yeah. in all caps. That's your new MVP, guys. If yeah. you get, ready get on the Walter this, train. Because I'm excited as numerous people were able to see Walter. And, and he uh, he showed up for everybody, too. Yeah. Ludwig Borga, man. You <laughs> watch out. He's coming for you next. <laughs> So we're going to give you all this great stuff. Um, next week, we'll have a more in-depth coverage of the All Japan's Champion Carnival. We didn't dive into it. We didn't read spoilers. We're just going to we're gonna just check it out and kind of try to bulk watch it throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Come to you next week about it, because it'll be easy watches at four matches a show. Yes, yes. So we'll get you covered with that. But we're going to hit you with our first break here. Uh, shout out to everyone who tried to listen last night as well. We just blog talked and like us, kicked yeah. us out. So we're coming back. We got the two count. Shoulder did get up. Uh, little kid impact ref. Nope, that's two. Get out of my face, <laughs> as he said. But Alex is going to drop some knowledge on you. FML Solutions, you need to get your deer stands. They're going quick. Inventory is is moving. Yes, yes. Word of mouth has been spreading since the uh, 2018 Minnesota Deer and Tur- uh, Turkey Show over at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds uh, last month, and um, a lot of surveys were done. A lot of cool uh, marketing has been done for Pack Cats and FML Solutions Inc. Uh, so uh, get it while the get get is good, if you will. Um, again, um, some some big exciting news on the horizon. Uh, so be one of the originals. Say, hey, I got this innovative design away before. Um, a, it was cool, because it is cool, but it's a little-known secret. And B, you know, right before, you know, prices could possibly go up. So, you know, when word of mouth is good, uh, you know, that only means uh, the products. <laughs> well, you know, 
economic, yeah. you know, economics class. Basic thugonomics. Yeah, boom. <laughs> We're dropping some knowledge. Be right back. WrestleCast, Strong Style Media. Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative deer stand. Most people would consider this illegal. 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 What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate, baby, you get strong foul media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. Do you like movies? The pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip-hop, Soda Sound Radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio TuneIn, and more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters. Ship packages. All the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Sound Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint's Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out the Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar, Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. What are we looking at here? Lists all over the safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, list. You can play at this game. What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No. What if you actually wanted boba? It's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe word's Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs>
back at you. Alex, I was going to ask you, do do you enjoy the dude on SmackDown the way he announces? She's gay. I do, I do. Um, that and because his hair is so nicely coiffed, um, on on the top there in the front, um, respect to that and the translation of Shinsuke Nakamura's name. I've been to a lot of SmackDown hair. shows like last year, so I've seen him a lot, and he did the NXT gimmicks too. Uh, when I went to the show in Orlando in January, so I'm like, God, that hair. He's got straight coiffed hair, homie. I don't even know what that is. That like a koofy? It's finally coiffed. Wait, what? <laughs> a koofy? Yeah, doesn't Jim Jones? I got a koofy on. Oh man. <laughs> Well, you are a resident uh, Jim Jones analyst oh, man, there. So. They fly, no lie. Balling. <laughs> uh, WrestleMania had its go home week, and it was it was an interesting show. Yeah, Undertaker coming out. That was uh, that was cool, right? That happened. Oh uh, no. No. What? No, no Undertaker no. again. John Cena just. But came it's out the go home show to WrestleMania. Yeah, John Cena just just came out and just talked and. Oh, so what he's been doing the last three weeks? Yeah. Or build up was? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. He he spoke a lot of uh a lot of things that didn't happen. Okay. Including Undertaker coming out. And uh he said hmm. he was gonna go be a fan. Okay. Technically, wasn't he bullying Undertaker into a match? I not only so. through his Instagram and, you know, his call outs and everything like that. <laughs> be a star. Be a star. John Cena gave the uh you're a scrub for not answering me. <laughs> uh, Undertaker, Undertaker played mind games. Oh, man. That's what we, we decided about that. Uh, kfabenews.com, I definitely recommend. There was a brilliant article um, a few days after Raw, and it said Undertaker comes home from after spending like a month fishing. Um, <laughs> and so it was like Undertaker walks into his house and says, oh, I'm going to check on what's going on on Monday Night Raw and see how everyone's doing. Oh, there's my buddy John Cena. I'll see what he's up to. <laughs> it was the most brilliant read I think I've ever read, so definitely check out kfabenews.com. <laughs> Is that like... An uh, onion-esque type yeah, on, like, on wrestling. Yeah, like Black Adam Schefter? Yeah. <laughs> That's tight. That is awesome. Oh, I'll look man. into that. But it was, you know... It was what it was with a go home. I believe we got another Reigns Lesnar altercation at the end of the night. Uh, we did, yes, yes. Did it sell you on on the show? Uh, like we said last week, where the 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 second to last go home show, if you will, was kind of the selling point of this Lesnar, you know, Reigns match. Reigns coming out of the crowd, not quitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was what it was. They they were telling a story, and for once, I think. I think I'm starting to get a little invested in the character going, okay, mm-hmm. this is not bad. This is this is starting to become okay. I Reigns finally looks vulnerable as the babyface in peril. Agreed, yeah, yeah. Which we never got. Instead it was, oh, we'll just watch him get beat up, and everyone goes, boo, we don't believe it. <laughs> I feel like people are kind of like, oh, I kind of believe this right now. You know, mm-hmm. this, is, this is a legit thing. And, yes, agreed. So... I'm, I mean, I'm with it. I'm, I'm with it. I like what they're doing. And as I said last week, as long as they don't have a tug of war with the title like they did before 31, <laughs> it can't be that bad. Yeah, and, and they kind of foreshadowed. Um, yes, they, they foreshadowed, of course, kind of with this uh, lasting, uh, the last segment there with Roman Reigns kind of delivering a few Superman punches <laughs> to Brock Lesnar, if you will. Um, but no, Paul Heyman for sure. I mean... I don't know if he's going to induct, you know, obviously Brock Lesnar into the Hall of Fame, but 
for what he's done for for Roman Reigns, you know, over the last four years or three years, you know, since their last or their first battle at 31, he's you know not only explained the lineage of Roman Reigns to the WWE universe, even the marks out there to make him seem important and mm-hmm. prevalent, even though we're like, oh, he's just Roman Reigns, he's yeah, yeah, guy. Uh, like, no, he has a lineage. He's this and that. I respect the family that he comes from, and even the interviews that he does outside of the WWE. You know, nothing but praise for Roman Reigns, but but you you know he he can totally sp- you know spin that in a second as he does on WWE television. So he definitely knows how to uh, kind of get people in on his side. And it, it was nice too because he kept reassuring Kurt Angle that he's not going to do anything. Yeah, it's just going to be cordial. And then he just started running his mouth. <laughs> I will say, I was a little frustrated that. When they have the, you know, they have the the raw locker room clear out to make sure Roman can't get to Lesnar. Yeah. Why was the bar there? Yeah, because they would probably just want to see him go at it. Well, <laughs> and I, mean, I mean, everyone moved aside yeah. and walked down. Yeah. But I mean, you had like Slater and Rhino. Machine and, gun. Yeah, like which pissed me off, but I get it. <laughs> you know, the revival, I get it. You yeah. know, it was it was the lower. It was your Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And then Cesaro and Sheamus were out there. Yeah, it was like, yeah. that's kind of stupid to have your champions out there as the the. They're your heavies, though. I mean, they they just want to look for a fight or, you know, just see a fight, probably. Well, I'm glad you made more sense on it than I did, because <laughs> I was fuming. Like, <laughs> Vince is proud. I'll just send them out. They're in the... Like if Braun was out there or, you know... Uh, What's your called the Miz or so you know that uh, that I'd be like what yeah I guess the Miz would kind of make some sort of sense but the bar I was like oh they 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 just want to see a fight yeah so I mean I, I can I can take that I can take that so we got that cool fight um, not a ton of storyline progressing they there was a cool Miz TV segment where they kept trying to get the 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 Miz to turn on Miz yes yeah and. It was short and sweet, which made it entertaining for me. Yeah. Uh, which then, you know, led to a good match after. Kind of starting at the top here, not getting too out of order, but those are, I think those were your big two selling points that that we broke out for the show. Yeah. Um, as for matches, Bailey defeats Sonya Deville. Sasha comes back, makes the save, and says, raise my arm because I just saved you. Yeah. Dist- uh, you know, the dissension between the two. I went two stars in the match. I thought it was a perfectly acceptable match. Mm-hmm. Thoughts from you on Bailey Sasha setting up what we almost wish would have been a match instead of the women's battle. Yeah, Royal they Mania. built. Uh, I mean, they they done a tremendous build up. I mean, this could have been for a Royal Rumble match. I think if, yeah. if they knew they weren't going to do this at Mania, or I, I get it, four or five months is a long time. But you know, this definitely is your SummerSlam. You know, one of your your big matches. But you know, it's leading up to you know they're they're trying to make the uh, WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Uh, you know, kind of seem important. So you know, they threw that storyline in there, which kind of made sense, which kind of progressed the the match along. Which, I mean, was it needed? Yes, I get it. We're in, we're in the moment of first, you know, in in the women's evolution, which is great. I mean, we've nothing but you know cheer this this on, and it's about time. But you know, for this. You know, it was just for them to get on the card, which is great. So I have no ill will against the Women's Battle Royal, but it was just something otherwise. Like the men's this year was just, oh, it, it's here. It's happening. It's just another. You know, where at least there was a storyline or two, but that was the main one where you're focused on, you know, okay, what are they going to do with these So two, two things, and I'll say with that, too. One one pertains to this Bailey-Sasha thing, and another just kind of pertains to the Battle Royal in general. Mm-hmm. You know, if you remember in the in the 20s, 
they would just do a pre-show battle royal and it didn't mean anything. Yes. And then they decided... It was like the 1920s. <laughs> then they Back decided New York. to try to make it mean something, putting the Andre the Giant tip on it. Yeah. Now, like... What's it, the stipulation in carrying a giant trophy? Yeah, like, it, we all realized <laughs> it did nothing. when they, You know, they said it elevated everyone's careers. Do you think they should make it like the New Japan Cup, where they get to pick a title they yeah, get? Yeah, why not? I, I, don't even make it for the heavy... Like, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to discredit it, but when you just did the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. adding a title shot stipulation is so close. Yeah. New Japan Cup is March and G One is August. Yeah. So at least you have a little time. distance and yeah. time. Yes, time. But I mean, do something. They put over the fact this this Andre the Giant Battle Royal has made careers. Tell me why. Tell me who. And who? Aside from <laughs> Cesaro. Yeah, but he went from a span after winning it to still being in limbo. Yeah, and, and I mean... Same with Baron Corbin. I mean, he, I randomly picked him. I was like, Baron Corbin, he's going to come up from NXT. Comes in, he wins it. Yeah, he got a little bit of a push, meaning more TV time, but I mean, he's pretty much just I mean, there He had the money in the bank and he jobbed it. Yeah. He he was on the pre-show last year's Mania. I will say with Cesaro, he went from that to, I think, I think he got right in the title picture. Well, no. God, he was, it was like Because that was 30. Years. Yeah, that was WrestleMania 30 when he won it. So, okay, so yeah, you could even take it. Mojo Rowley. What did he do since winning it? Who? I don't even know what that That's is. That's my point. Like, so. That gross dude. I don't want to hear Michael Cole talk to me about, this does wonders for careers. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. So. I mean, in, in reality, too, I mean, it makes more sense to kind of push it a little bit, which I'm surprised they really didn't do it, to market it towards the HBO documentary that Bill Simmons brought, uh, produced along with HBO about Andre the Giant. Like, I'm surprised they didn't emphasize that yeah. a little bit more. I mean, yeah, they, they played an ad here every now and then, but emphasize it, merge the to synergize the projects for both. And then, so the second thing I'll go to, um, and this pertains to the Women's Battle Royal, mm-hmm. is once again, I feel like all the stuff they're doing with the women is great, and I'm happy it's happened. And I say great with the Women's Elimination Chamber is my match of the year leading into this show. Yeah, It's the only thing I've given over a four star. I gave it four and a quarter. That was tremendous. Mm-hmm. The bumps they took were great. Yeah, You know, Bliss... Bliss doing the Twisted Bliss off the, the pod. Amazing. It's tremendous. But if you look back at October until now, it still feels to me like they have a giant whiteboard checklist and go, okay. This guy's over. Um, let's let the women main event check. Yeah. Let's give them a hell in a cell check. <laughs> All right, they need the money in the bank check. All right, they need uh, elimination chamber check. Well, they don't have a rumble yet. Let's give them a rumble. Check. Wow. They don't have a, a, a battle royal at WrestleMania. Let's give them that, too. Check. Like, oh, um, they've never done a Falls Count Anywhere match on, you know, all right, let's have a main event raw and do it. Check. Yeah. Like, in a span, they just, it's like, what are we going to get two years down the line that we haven't seen now? Nothing, because now no. it's all there. And I get it. Because now you can double these matches. Yes. You get two chambers again. Mm-hmm. You get two Money in the Banks. I get all that. And that's totally fine. Oh, my fun. God. That, I kind of want to go to Money in the Bank now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it'll be Ross Smackdown. Yeah, yeah. But, like, my point being, you didn't save anything. You're just no. so quick to unload all this stuff yeah. that now at Rumble, we just finally did the Women's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to just give you a, a Women's Battle Royal. Yeah. Here's 20, you know, yeah, it, it, to me... You're right. The t- the timing of it is just blah. You know, like I think they had a uh, 
I think they had like a Hell in a Cell like at their pay-per-view and then four months later again I had it at Mania and I was like, oh yeah, that's like not enough time yeah, like, oh, whatsoever. Yeah. Like the, it trips the taker. But going back to your Cesaro, uh, Andre the Giant thing, 2014, of course, he did win it. In 2014, the, Andre, the uh, inaugural uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Uh, 2014 for Cesaro was getting knocked down and staying there. Defeated man in a year filled with promise. Cesaro was supposed to be Randy Savage circa 1987. Instead, he was Tom Zink. Damn. R.I.P. Uh, 2014 was supposed to be my year. A frustrated Cesaro said Monday on Raw, the character had to at least show some self-awareness even after Vince McMahon criticized him on Austin's podcast. He's not connecting it, but we hope he still will. And then Cesaro basically won zero championships in 2014. That was one less title than Damian Mizdow as well as Stardust. God! Michael Cole. So this is done. N- zilch. Tom Zilch. I, I want I want him to stop talking, saying... like you, But like you say, we're going to we got buzzwords. They're trying to get the buzzwords. They're trying to make it entertaining. They didn't even get entrances. No. Like, and, <laughs> and this isn't even a buzzword. This is, this will make, you know, this is known to make careers. Then yeah. tell me why it's known to make careers. Yeah. I want, I, I would love to... I would love to call Michael Cole right now and say, tell me whose career that this Battle Royal made since you said that made careers. Because <laughs> it hasn't. No. Tom Phillips, I want you to tell me who matters about wins or losses in this company, like you said. So Big Show won it in 2015, the second one. What happened in 2015 for the Big Show? I don't know. Baron Corbin won it in 2016. He's had the most success, and it's been failures. Mojo Raleigh again in 2017. Nothing. Got He, he went heel. Nothing. No one cared. He does Facebook Live videos like a jerk. <laughs> the runner-up of, of that Rumble, or the, the Andre last year, was a bigger star. Yeah, that's he so true. He went two months to win the And title. he got clocked in the face <laughs> by a guy that was apprehended by a small uh, person. Supergirl was yeah. there doing security. The security guard, yeah. Gronk here, butthead. And, you know, when we get to it, we'll see what this year's does. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was just long q and I wanted to ask you about that stuff. Seth Rollins defeats Finn Balor. I went four stars on this. I think this was the best TV match of the year for WWE. I I like the ending to this one a little bit more than the one they had, what, two, three weeks ago? Yeah, um, it was I, like January 12th or March 12th or something. Yeah, I think I, I looked back when we talked about I, it. I would say it's it's on par, you know, on that one. Uh, you know, it's it's something we expect from these two guys. And, yeah, I, I'd probably give it, you know, four stars. They, they had an extra few minutes to do a little more for, their, for the stretch, the mm-hmm. go-home stretch. And the counter was great for Rollins to get the win, and it was it was interesting with how Mania played out because mm-hmm. true yeah. you know usually the outcome isn't what you think mm-hmm. so that was pretty interesting. One thing though that I remember is when he was uh, when they had him on the outside and he was about to get Cesaro for that for the power bomb on the outside. A la SummerSlam. Uh-huh. Um, oh, you know Balor? how the crowd, yeah, yeah, how he got Balor up, and yeah, that was everyone's like, oh no. <laughs> Continuity. There's one continuity aspect yeah, they had right there. I'll, I'll give it that. They went uh, a little Gato right there. Um, Not too much credit, though. Then a um, couple down points in my – I'm just pull this up because I believe this has our picks on it that we made. Yep, this does have our picks. Awesome. Um, then we had Matt Hardy defeated Goldust. I went one and a quarter. I, it did nothing, nothing. for me. This could be a cool storyline, but, I mean, it's also not 2005. Yeah. Um, Elias defeated Heath Slater on one and a quarter again. Didn't do anything for me. And then we saw the main event. 
Dina Brooke <laughs> and Asuka mm-hmm. as a tag team uh, against Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Oof. I went two and a half. Dana Brooke tried. Asuka, Asuka's Asuka and can yeah. save things. Yeah. But who the hell puts that as your main event of the go-home show? Because, <laughs> like, I understand we got to see Nia Jax come out and, yeah. and do the attack with Bliss. But Asuka's not even on Raw for the for Mania. So, like, you're not building her. No, you're not. You know, <laughs> so that was a little, little weird. You're not. I mean, uh Countless other other participants you could have chosen besides Dana Brooke. I, get, I don't get why. Or they could have put that second and put Balor Rollins last. Yeah. You know, that would have been... Well, I mean, that's just... I mean, no, and again, no offense at all, you know, being said, but this is your, your filler before. Yeah. Your, your meat and potatoes do, for your do for the Bailey and Sonya Deville, because at least Bailey and Sasha have a storyline leading into yeah. the Battle Royale. And to be honest, I wasn't looking at it like, this is the main event. Yeah, I was like, right. oh, this is before yeah, Lesnar and Reigns. Where, you know, I'm surprised they didn't actually end the show with what began the show. Um, kind of the the uh, the go home for Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle, Trips, yep. and Stephanie, which I thought was a pretty damn good segment. Um, Steph getting her digs in, um, and the ending kind of going reverse there. Uh, Stephanie putting yeah. Ronda Rousey through the table, which looked kind of awkward, but after a few more watches, um, I was like, okay, you know, it was a little forgivable. And, and I, I, it was fine. It I was got good. to the point where I'm like, you know, look, I need to not be so hard on this. Stephanie Man doesn't is a wrestler. So I shouldn't expect yeah. her to be able to perfectly put Ronda Rousey through the table. But it's in her blood. <laughs> uh, shout out to Ronda Rousey strangling Triple H. That was hilarious. His eyes were like, oh! Like I was waiting for him to punch her in the face. Like, okay, calm down, Rowdy. <laughs> so that was Raw. I mean, I think we kind of hit everything in that 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the week prior could have Raw been. Raw has never gotten 20 minutes, I think, in months on the show, by the way. I think the week prior would have been a, a fitting uh, go-home show where this one, I was just like, oh. Was this literally them going, God, we have way more weeks than we thought we did? Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's why things got stretched out the way it did? Yeah. I mean, this begs the question. I mean, but it's hard from January to, to April. But I mean, no, never mind. I'm not. I was gonna ask, like, when do you do an off? Do you do an off season? Do you kind of go the New Japan route once they get the TV contracts with Fox in a way? I think that kills your contract then because yeah. they're paying for a weekly TV show. But I'm saying, like, you can you could venture, you know, the Intercontinental Championship spotlighted for two months. Here's and what then... here's what they should have done. Is yes, you had was it fast fast lane? Yeah, and. What was the other February one? Uh, Chamber. Chamber, thank you. Remember when they did Roadblock? Yeah. And it was just middle of March? It was a, it was a nice way to bridge yeah. a six-week span into two weeks and then four weeks. So now you took two weeks away from your mania build, so you only had to build for four. But then you're days. charging, you know, that was essentially just a glorified house show, so then you're charging those guys two weeks before mania you know, hey, come spend eighty dollars to see a match that you know is not going to have any implications on oh, WrestleMania. Get the network then. Yeah, but you know? but you need an audience. Yeah, there. I mean, I mean, so. And to be fair, Roadblock did sell out with Triple H versus Ambrose. True, true. You know, and you can progress things. This, you know, if if they would have stuck to the dual brands like they mm-hmm. were doing, make that. Excuse me, make that a joint show. Yeah. You get see everyone against these. Maybe maybe that's your your. Bragging right style show. Mm-hmm. We have a quick head to head, and then you go in. And I mean, you know, this might be a crazy idea, but it just 
it's a way you could have at least cut a couple weeks off mm-hmm. or bump your pay-per-views. Instead of Fastlane being the first Sunday in February, mm-hmm. make it the second or third, oh, and then make Chamber the first week in March. Yeah, because Raw, what, had six weeks? Yeah. Six weeks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what happened four weeks ago during this whole build-up thing. Yeah, like, I, we have to scroll back yeah. and figure this. Elimination Chamber was the 25th. Who did Titus O'Neil uh, fight? Uh, Titus Worldwide lost to the bar the next night. Huh. <laughs> so, I mean, we had fast... Okay, so they kind of... They, they, they did what I... Because there was two weeks after Chamber, yeah, right? Yeah, fast, fast lane. lane was March 11th. If we had Chamber, I mean, it's still... You know, and I don't know, it's just... I guess I guess they did do what I said, and it still didn't work. So yeah. I don't know. It, that's just what that, just the struggles you run into. Mm-hmm. But um, the thing is, is before they would always go three months out per pay per view, yeah. and they still built. But again, they emphasize different title. Like they would emphasize the Intercontinental title for one week, and then they would emphasize it goes back Hogan to that one Lanzaran week, and then fight, yeah, where yeah. your secondary champions had to mean something because they were selling your B and C shows. Mm-hmm. So you had to have the right tag champs to headline a show. Yeah. You know, like when we what we saw that show in um, Mankato. Mankato, that was a fun main event. It was Rollins and Ambrose. That's a good selling tag team for kids and families to go see that. Yeah. Enjoy that kind of stuff. So that worked. And then surprised sense. everyone was like, oh, Braun Strowman versus Finn Balor. Yeah. Yes, please. That was you, know, cool out, you know? So there's there's ways you can go about it. It's just a matter of if they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I guess is the easiest way to put it. Um, where's my, just, just for the sake of uh, how long of a. How long of a layup or layoff that they have? Where the hell is my damn button? Button or button? I'm trying to find my minus five star. There it is. Minus five stars. Thank, thank you. <laughs> you got to do that better. SmackDown. This is the goal. Anything else, Raw? No, no. no. SmackDown. Um, I didn't get to finish SmackDown, so I don't have a good uh, a good sign of it. What I did see was the obvious Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon promo where they yep. hugged and they embraced. Yep. I watched Charlotte defeat Natalia. I went two and a quarter on that decent show. I got halfway through Jinder and Rusev, and that was where I left off. Okay. So I didn't see Corbin Ziggler and Mojo and Primo oh, you versus Dongo, the 10 man, and Zack Ryder. You missed the clown. What's your favorite Ty Dillinger, man? <sighs> Boy. Probably the Royal Rumble when he came out as number 10. Nope. Your answer should have been uh, this match after you see it. Because <laughs> this was a clinic. Does no. he get pinned at by Primo? When you have, you know what, let me guess. One, two, three, four. You've had like four champions in the ring during this gimmick, and the whole match is only five minutes. <laughs> Including commercials where they show wrestling still. They still had a, a, a break and then still again. That, five minutes. Supposedly Dolph Ziggler said he still has not he signed. He still has not signed, yeah. What, what, is New Japan calling? God. Ring of Honor calling? Does he does he make the leap? Does he go the Austin Aries route? I mean, he ah, maybe. I mean, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good talent. Because my God, I could easily see him doing that, but probably even elevating. It's it's just like that gimmick a little more. I hope in September Daniel Bryan walks. Oh man, it could happen. After, um, after seeing what you saw over the week, not to jump too far yeah. ahead, but imagine watching Daniel Bryan work Keith Lee 
or Valter if they don't go to the E. Hmm. Or him work a guy like Timothy Thatcher with the submissions. Oh, man. Or an up-and-comer who could use a push like Austin Theory. There's a lot of – him and Matt Riddle, him and Zack Sabre. Just wow, him and that, Matt Riddle. Oh, my God. Him and Sabre, the submission yeah, clinic. Just guys that we just saw on the, the WWN yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot true, of yeah. stuff he could really do. That would I, I would like to see that list uh, <laughs> that he would make uh, and put that on, on the Twitter uh, if he does decide to leave. But who knows? I mean, it's – and we'll, we'll get into that. But it was nice to see him more active, you know, with the, with this go-home show, yep. you know, him and Shane. Uh, you know, kind of saying, hey, we are going to kick your butts, your tuchuses, if you will. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a nice setup. It is what it is. You know, nothing main event. Um, you know, we, we all kind of assume what was going to happen with this tag match at WrestleMania. Uh, something for all that was involved. Happy it wasn't a triple threat. Happy, happy there was no special guest yeah. referee. Um, still don't know how, if the Shane McMahon diverticulitis uh, <laughs> thing is a work, but, uh, but otherwise he, he's the... He took the luckiest man in the world. When Zane kicked him in the corner, I'm not going to talk about the match, but there was a spot when he got booted in the gut and fell in the corner. Yeah, yeah. He was like, Yeah. There was a lot of that this weekend. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura against the new greatest tag team, Gabe and Shelton. How was that? It was good. I mean, it was a lot of jumping. It was a lot of Shinsuke and AJ pretty much just, you know, kind of one-upping each other and just looking. Uh, Shelton Benjamin is awesome, but again, not enough time, nothing to really base the match on. Um, it was just more of the, the setup for Styles and Nakamura at WrestleMania, which was fine. Styles did the springboard elbow, but doesn't hit it. Doesn't hit it, Nakamura, yeah. Which, another comeuppance that went not the way I thought of, like we just mentioned with Seth Rollins and Balor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they a few curveballs here. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, that was, that was most of it. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's really much left to touch on. No. And, and even WrestleMania season's great, especially for, uh, for the IWC, because we were always checking, uh, news, rumors, and innuendos for weeks leading up to WrestleMania. Like who's going to, you know, who could show up, who's backstage, who's at the hotel, mm. who's, you know, visiting who, um, you know, so, and, and there, it was Pretty quiet, minus, you know, a few people here and there, but nothing where it was too earth-shattering. Yeah, Rey Mysterio, Bobby Lashley, and who was the third? Uh, uh, oh, James Storm. James Storm, yeah, we're all seen at the WWE yeah. Hotel. I hope that means James Storm's He's coming He's going to get that NXT money. <laughs> no, I, I think what you do with Rude, um, especially now, I think you form him back. The singles run was great. I think he needs to be more appreciated as a character when he has a mouthpiece like James Storm. Mm-hmm. And and I like I like the way you said that because I don't knock Rude's mic. I think he no, he's good. Trouble, yeah, but James Storm is just really he is such an underrated guy. Yeah, he's good. He's he's very good. There, he's been doing it for what fifteen years and at least. In a lot of ways, there's sometimes where I think he's better than Rude. Yeah, you know and. And I like Rude. I just when you, when you look at the whole, I don't know why this has been my phrase lately, but the whole meat and potatoes of it. Yeah. James Storm has just always been really good, mm-hmm. and he always was. In America's Most Wanted, Chris Harris was the star. Chris Harris went on to do the King of the Mountain matches, the singles, because James Storm got hurt. Whereas mm-hmm. James Storm didn't get that push with that team. Yeah. You know, and, and Chris Harris then becomes Braden Walker and turns into <laughs> Fat Harris in WWE and gets fired. You know, then we see Beer Money 
and everything is built up to Bobby Roode mm-hmm. winning the title and James Storm in the back burner. Mind you, James Storm did beat Kurt Angle the night after Angle beat Roode ah. and then lost the title a week later to Roode. Storm did. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was it was built to make Roode the star. Mm-hmm. We then saw, I can't remember their, their stable, but it, it was uh, Kona or Koya who became Mahabali Shira, uh, Seiya Sonata, who's now obviously Sonata and Los yeah. Gobernobles. And then TJP, who was, I don't know, manic or whatever. They were in. Oh my God, he was manic. Yeah, they oh were in God. that group with James Storm. Okay. And they were kind of like the drifter kind of guys. Yes, yeah. You know, and and obviously Sonata went on to do big things. TJP is doing good things now, and Mahabali here sucks, but that's beside <laughs> the point. But Storm never fully got to his true potential with that. Yeah. Then we saw him do the BDC, the Beatdown Clan, with Eddie Kingston and Bram. And as goofy as the name was, and as much as they look like little Jabberwocky dudes, yeah. I really enjoyed the gimmick. Yeah. And it didn't go anywhere because Kingston fought with management like normal. That broke off. Bram got fired. Storm's now back on his own. He had a good program with EC3 before he left, but he's always gotten somewhere and then mm-hmm. never fully plateaued with the potential he deserved. And I think that's why he's always given that, well, oh, he wasn't as good as this guy. He wasn't as good as this guy. Mm-hmm. But you look at the body of his work, and he always has really good matches, and he always is really entertaining. Yeah. I um for me the highlight though is he made me want a cooler that you could ride anywhere not only to the ring uh just to the pool or you know to just to the next room to get more beer to fill your cooler in and how good as a team in the, you know you look in the last decade we mm-hmm. talked about that with the Usos you know yeah, where do they yeah. rank what does beer money rank I mean if you go from 2010s on I mean I would say for TNA, it might be, my God. I mean, is that the great I got to look up TNA. Team? I mean, out of TNA, do they beat your Canadian club dudes? Canadian club? Didn't they have, like, Team Canada winning titles? Um, Yeah. Like Petey Williams and all that? I mean, Petey had the X division, and Eric Young and Bobby Roode held the tag for, like, a hot minute, I think. Okay. I mean, uh, I... <laughs> I'm going to pull it up right now. So, 2000... 2007 to 2017 is when they... I mean, first champions were Team 3D. Um, American Wolves had five reigns. Beer Money had five. James Storm had seven separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, shortest reign was Kaz and Eric Young for had a day. <laughs> Beer Money held the belts for 212 days. They were the longest champions. Nice. Um, trying to just pull up like a title history? Reigns? Well, Kurt Angle and Sting, watch out. Now, did you find the title history? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, just kind of looking at the at the title history, I mean, Beer Money might be the best team in that, you know, in the, the history. Yeah, better than Team 3D, just because of that name. Um, uh, what about better than Jay Lethal and Consequences Creed? Uh, much better. Uh, what about the band? I forgot about the band. <laughs> Eric Young, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall. Yuck. AJ and Kurt Angle, though, I mean, that's... That's cool, but, but it's it not. wasn't a long term. I think Machine Guns had a great run. I mean, LAX was pretty straight. They were good. <laughs> Anarchy. When they're you know trying to get into that steel cage or try to fit through that. Christopher hole. Daniels and Kazarian were yeah, a team. Bad, yeah. bad influence or whatever yeah. they were. The World Tag Team Champions of the World. It says here what they were listed as. What about the Wolves for TNA? Wolves, I think. Yeah, I were mean, they about a year. They might. I mean, obviously they were tag tagging all over the world before that, but. I mean, and for to TNA be fair, standards. though, they won the tag belts in 2014, and they were still tagging going into 2016. Okay, okay. Um, 
I mean, obviously, people are always going to tell the Hardys, you know, just because of who we are. But no, I, I mean, but longevity, money, yeah. I think money, yeah. I think that's the it's their creation, yeah, yeah. I, I would say that. Stamp it. You're Boy. welcome, Owl. <laughs> you just got to one-up it. So we saw that at the hotel. Who are some of the uh, obviously Brock Lesnar's contract expires yes. at Mania? Yep. We don't know what's going to happen with the title if he's going back to the UFC. Taking pictures with Dana White yep. in Vegas. There's you know, betting on the out as to who his first opponent's going to be. Yep. Stephen Yeltsin was on the list. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hunt again. Uh, obviously, John Jones. There's a few other. And names. even Dana Dana White slipping. You know, hey, Brock will be in the yeah, UFC. Yeah, Friday before Mania <laughs> like, says it. And then retreads a few days. I think the morning of Mania <laughs> was like, yeah, I mean, I, he could come back, but you know. So that leads us with with uncertainty with the title, which obviously you know all signs point to Roman, Roman Reigns winning, wins. as we assume. Um, other other big point that I had was Asuka's going for the SmackDown title, but they continuously advertise her and do not take her off the Raw list. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean for her? Does she move brands? Do they switch champions? Does she not win? Mm. I mean, there was a lot leading into yeah. that as well. Uh, Bruce Pritchard coming uh, onto the WWE Network yep, that's uh, for something one. else to wrestle with, which he'll be doing a Facebook Live. So check it out, facebook.com forward slash something to wrestle with after you listen to WrestleCast Radio, of course, or during. Um, let's put it on closed captioning. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> he's going to you know, kind of go through his rumor and innuendo. But uh, I was that kind of took my day a little bit to process. But I'm like, you know what, good for them. You know, it is what it is. He's still going to deliver the content. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sure, like we were discussing before, Austin has a clean, you know, show and then a, a an explicit show. So I'm sure they might, you know, be able to work both ways. The only thing that scares me about that is if he's running two shows a week, how quick do they run out of content? Like, I understand there's so yeah. much. There's, yeah. You know, and, and when people are, people are going to look at me and say that there's so much to talk about. I get that. But, like, there's so much prime content that they haven't touched yet mm-hmm. that I enjoy waiting a week. It gives me True. something to look forward to True. each week. And I just don't want to see it get oversaturated is all. Um, but, you know, Conrad, the brilliant Conrad Thompson, though, I mean, he with uh, what happened Wednesdays you know, or Mondays is uh, back. But also the new show with Eric Bischoff. We're bit, you know, they now is Conrad doing. doing that? Yes, yeah. Oh, I haven't listened to that yet. So uh, I don't think it's come out yet, but I, I heard a little preview where Bischoff kind of entails and says, "No, now you're going to get the real story." Comrade's going to bring up, you know, the quote unquote rumors and innuendo, awesome. and he's like, "I was in the board meetings. I was this and that." Well, so you're going to get that take point a back of view. Seat now, so if it'll we're going to get Bischoff's WCW. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing that, that I, slows me down from listening to the what happened when Mondays. Mm-hmm. Is they do a lot of live watches, and I don't yeah. live watch. Live and I, I, what I like about them is, you know, for me, I wasn't a huge WCW head. Of course, I would watch the Nitros. I didn't get the pay-per-views. Okay. Only ones I've ever gotten was when they would accidentally become unscrambled on my pay-per-view network. I'm like, oh, I got, got Super Brawl. Flair. Like, I literally got Flair versus Vader Super Brawl, where he got busted open uh, for free. And I was like, what is this? This is amazing. It's like the bully's dad from uh, Boy Meets World is, you know, just beating up this dude. He's beating up this old guy. I keep saying this ride longest line. <laughs> But yeah, there wasn't a lot. I'm, you know, we're not going to touch on a lot of news yeah. and rumors. We're going to just leave it as it is, and we'll have a couple weeks worth next week. Um, we'll really, really dig into it. But I mean, that was our that was our go home, and that's that's going to be our stopping point right now. We're going to come back after break, and we're going to talk NXT Takeover WrestleMania 34. We're going to break down both shows, give you what we like, we didn't like, 
really get into it, really break it down. We got we got matches for days to talk about. And then as well, last fall, third fall tonight here, like I said, there's no New Japan. We're giving them their, their due diligence. They're going to break. Mm-hmm. And All Japan's next week. We didn't see ROH because Honor Club did not work. Honor Club is giving away uh, credits to their store to buy merchandise because they screwed up. We're hoping to get ROH watch tonight so we can talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, we're 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 at the mercy of of ROH's streaming service, so we'll see what happens. But we will be talking everything from WWE Live Weekend. We watched almost everything. If you bought the package, the only thing we didn't see was Mercury Rising, Style Battle, and Shimmer. Uh, we saw the other six shows on there though, and we had a good time watching them. So we're gonna break it all down, and potentially we'll give you the the next three next week. So we'll see how it all rides out. We're gonna hit you with a break. Come back. NXT Takeover WrestleMania 34. The E continues. WrestleCast, Strong Style Media. Your late night hip hop and R&B podcast, Soda Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Halffine Adams. Every Thursday night, right here on the Strong Style Media Network, catch up on your latest on hip-hop and R&B, and hear Minnesota talent at 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust us the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you feel. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like diamonds. See, my life is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license. Victim, I believe don't have religion. Just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with it. But I take a breath. Regain my path. Check my feet when I'm walking. See if it I've seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sure to clear the air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man. Because this is how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real. Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to Soda Sound at strongstylemedia.com. Peanut. Peanut. This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. 50, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted I, to I it. I know, but I'm 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 48, but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm. And I took an Alpha Brain. I never do. I I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang, bang. Oh. Hey, I'm Dr. Asking. What's up? He's been distraught ever since his friend smoked him last week in fantasy football. Now he's grabbed this post and he won't respond. He's got Luzonic plays. What is He's a loser. He's not a loser. Okay, he's a loser. What can he do? With DraftKings, he could have easily challenged his friend to a rematch. I can't. What are you? I can't see that. You need glasses. I'm also an optometrist. At DraftKings, you can play free private contests whenever you want. Strong Style Media presents... Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all, with your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, basketball, survivor, even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles and track and field. All right, maybe not that one, but from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio.
coming back at you. If you're an E fan, this show's for you. <laughs> if you're a New Japan fan, you're probably going, ugh. No, there should be yays yeah, because true. the WWE uh, must have got their New Japan on and delivered uh, <laughs> <Sacre bleu. laughs> some, <laughs> some, uh, some pretty amazing contests this weekend. Let me find my diary. Beyond wrestling. Joey, this Joey Janela thing, this is one match right here, and I had to separate it with a dot to try to remember who was oh, in Oh, was it the Cluster Buck? Yeah, I wrote everyone's cluster name in there. Cluster Expletive Deleted? Brian Skyline, question mark, because that's the guy they didn't effing know what his Whoa. name was. And I'm too drunk to say who he is. They're like, no, it's like Ed Cooter guy or whatever his Ed name Cooter. is. <laughs> He's going by, um, I don't know, Brian Skyline or something. Hashtag Invisible Man. That's all I got to say. <laughs> NXT TakeOver, though, great show. Uh, my average score, or my average for the show, was a 4.1. Okay. Uh, 20.5 out of the five matches. Um, I I averaged out TakeOver Rumble. All right. Uh, we, we are back here. Uh, Block Talk hit us with a lariat. We kicked out of two. We came back with a different device. Live via, via satellite. Yeah, Lock says. Uh, but NXT TakeOver, like I said, I, I went for a uh, case of setup. I gave us a 4.1 was the average grade. TakeOver Rumble was a 3.9. And I thought that I liked the Rumble better because of how much I enjoyed Almas and Gargano. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people praising this TakeOver as the best ever. Yeah. That's it's it's wild. It's why I don't think it's, I don't think it's crazy. No, it's I think it'll be interesting. I mean, because there's what maybe twelve NXTs. Oh no, probably more. Sixteen probably by now. Uh, takeover specials, but I mean, it's it's hard to kind of grade each one. Um, but but just kind of see the evolution of how they kind of started. Um, is pretty damn interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was oh. it was uh, it was enjoyable. Uh, I don't I don't think. By any stretch of, of of imagination, why it was, you know what I mean? Like like why it wasn't, why it was so enjoyable? Yeah. Is this gonna one? Yeah, that I mean, you you get you get the buzzer. Sorry, I'm, I'm doing two things here. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, but top to bottom, I mean, it regressed. The first three matches did a regression a little bit for me, and then they came back and closed out. When I say regressed. It's still the three and a half star in, in that regressed match. Yeah. So it's not bad by any means. Uh, we, we look at an opening match. We had the North American title ladder match. Velveteen Dream, Lars Sullivan. Uh, I wrote Big Demel. Uh, <laughs> Killian Dane, EC3, Ricochet, and Adam Cole. It's funny that you say that because I only know him as Killian Dane, but when I see him, I just call him Big Demo. <laughs> everyone's like, Big Demo, what? And I'm like, who that is? Yeah. So we got that. My first impression, just just out of no, you know, this is how do you get tan like EC3? <laughs> how do you bump your ass off like EC3 yeah. and still walk? This is a guy who a lot of people have question marks with his wrestling ability. A lot, you know, the consensus was he was the worst out of the six in this match. Um. I agree. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, no. I, I think they both played their parts. But as you said, EC3 was there, uh, taking the bumps. He was he was in between ladders. He was sandwiched in between tables. Uh, I mean, he was getting hit with anything and a flipping ricochet. You know, on every corner, turn post, 
But um, what was great is I think for him he was having the time of his life. Yeah. He wasn't worried about winning. He was worried about, hey, I'm back here finally. I'm back with a character that I, you know, helped create and build up in TNA. I'm still this character. Now I'm going to show a huge, broader audience what I can do. Again, we've seen the best workers. <laughs> yep, keep going. We've seen the best work, or we've seen, you know, wrestlers here who aren't the best workers, but can definitely uh, move with their uh, their attitude, their character. And even Garner the Third, I, I guess I'm going to swallow uh, some crow here, eat some crow. Uh, but I, I was very damn impressed with uh, with his performance in this. I don't think there was a weak one in in this group. This was a hell of a match. It wasn't your uh, your NXT Takeover War Games uh, cluster that uh, that that was. Um, this was just a lot of fun, a lot of craziness, and welcome Ricochet uh, to to the uh, WWE <laughs> NXT universe. I mean, really talk about two. What bring up the EC3 thing? Talk about a dude who, like, legit went in there mm-hmm. and was working his ass off. Yes. Oh, gotcha. Like, I, like, and that's that's what you know. What I hear the well, he's not that you know, he's not that great of a worker. He went in there and put on the best performance I have seen him have. Yeah. And he deserves a ton of credit for that. I think he officially belongs in the company. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think I think people really can look at him and not think of him as just a TNA guy who's getting another shot because he's got a bomb. You take a Vader, a Vader bomb like that from Killian and Dane. With Adam Cole on yeah, back. Cole on him. Yeah, I mean, you deserve, uh, you know, nothing but the best going forward. Uh, Velveteen Dream, uh, again, just silly way over. Um, but that Purple Rainmaker from the, I would say, a... WrestleMania 17 type ladder? That was no regular ladder. <laughs> the correct buzzer is key right now yeah. because it's just, everything made sense. Adam Cole played a great villain in peril. NWA superstar right there. Beautifully done. And the any era, he's making old school wrestling cool in 2018. Was he like this in the indie scene as well? You know, kind of. Yeah. He, he, he's the guy you want to see him take his comeuppance, but you know, he's still suave and cool. Yeah, and then, you know, and then he, and he wins all the time, and you're just like, damn it. Yeah. But I mean, I, I marked, but and he wasn't winning all the time when he first came in all seats. So I mean, this is there was a thought I think with a lot of people that like, well, is that it? Yeah. Like, are they not going to do anything with this guy? where it seemed like he took the opposite approach in Ring of Honor and New Japan, what have you, when he became the Bullet Club leader, and then just kept winning, and I think got a little bit more stale, especially for the Bullet Club group itself. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I understand why they put, they put him in the Bullet Club so they had an ROH Bullet Club guy without AJ. Yeah. But every time he was on New Japan, he didn't resonate with anyone. Everyone still was like, well, you're just with Kenny. Just with <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, people just didn't get behind it, which is, you know, unfortunate, but it is what it is. But, you know, and then you look at you look at Killian Dane and Lars Sullivan, and they did exactly what they should have been doing. Yeah. They clean house, they finally get in, and then we get the big standoff between the two losses, and it was really entertaining. Yeah, it was really fun. Adam Cole gets the victory, comes out of nowhere. I thought for a minute that uh, that Ricochet, as much as I you know I preached, it's too obvious. Don't have him win this. Yeah, I thought he was gonna win it, and then Cole comes in. We see Ricochet a dump. Cole Clottons gets yep. the win. Adam Cole is your first North American champion. Is that the right move? 
I I would say yes, yes it is for that character for um, the weird uh, little gang signs that him and his clique throw up. There, but uh, I I would say yes, it, this is the right move. But I would also say with either wrestler, yep, I would have been fine. I would not have had it this same. Hell, even Lars Sullivan, like okay, we're gonna push <laughs> this guy now. You know, he's going to. Uh, who was the guy that would always do this to the ring? Oh, Heidenreich? Heidenreich. Because, you know, when I see him, I see see the Heidenreich gimmick. Where where did I hear hear Heidenreich? (laughs) Heidenreich getting the... uh, Sorry, Heidenreich. It's nothing personal. (laughs) But he he did feel different. He didn't feel like, uh, here's this big, dumb guy in red shorts. You you enjoyed him, and he he did a lot. His punches... The jaws of everybody. Yeah, he's just clubbing people, and you know Ricochet does what Ricochet does. Yeah, it was it was it was great to see. Ladder getting tipped, backflip, moonsault from the center of the ring, almost two guys on the ground. Yeah, yeah. He almost dies on his first high spot doing the shooting <laughs> start of the floor. Keeps his balance, Whoa. does it, overshoots it. I don't know how he didn't hurt himself. Just gets up. I don't know. Does the Kona crush? Mm. I don't think he really did, but. <laughs> I mean, it was it was awesome. I went four and a quarter on this match. I thoroughly enjoyed. It. Yeah, I thoroughly I, enjoyed this. This, match. this is a match I, I would probably watch later on this week and probably revisit every couple of months uh, for the rest of the year. Uh, long match too, which was good because it did not seem long at all. They gave these guys time. They gave the crowd a chance to bite. You know, is he going to win? Is you know, is could EC three win? Could Killian Dane win? So that I mean, that was a nice brilliance with. Cole kind of snatching the title right at the end there. Both of us picked EC3 last week. Both thought that was where he was going to go. They go at him, Cole. Totally cool. Totally fine. Next up, Shayna Baszler takes on Ember Moon. I went three and three quarters on this. I thought it was tremendous. Yes. Shayna Baszler is slowly becoming a player. And I, I think... Oh, slowly? I think she's... Eighty percent. I think she, and I, the reason I say slowly, let me let me let me retract. Okay. Because think of the leap she's done this quick. We know there's still more that needs to happen from her. Mm-hmm. So if she progresses this way, think of a year from now what she's going to be. Huh. She's going to be a big deal. Yeah. She's going to be next year's mania call. Is you think okay? So she's going to be next year's mania call up. So then after that, we have to set up some big showdown between the four horsewomen of NXT and the four horsewomen yep. of the Octagon there. Because that's something, especially with another year under uh, Ronda Rousey's belt, uh, that could that could honestly main event. Around. So t- that could be a first time where a tag, a, a multi-women tag match could main event. And I'll sure. tell you, this is and where should. I'm going to do extreme foreshadowing. This is like two years out, I'm saying, mm-hmm. foreshadowing. If Shayna Baszler keeps improving the way she's doing By the way, guys, if you didn't see this, she was getting her arm worked by Ember Moon. There was two times after she knocked her off the top. Beautiful. She went out on the apron and ran her own shoulder to the ring post, trying to pop it back into yeah. the socket. Think Mel Gibson a la Lethal Weapon. <laughs> that was essentially and after the, the first time, too, she slowly Great. lifts her arm and goes, ah, didn't work. Yeah. Does it again and then gets full rage. And she's, um, oh, it was, it was awesome. You could tell, you could tell, and again, this credits Shayna Baszler. Uh, just her her uh, mannerisms, where she's like, I gotta do this. Yep. I gotta win this title. She I lost can't last hold time. The, the um, 
I can't remember what Morrow called it. He had some Kabuta Duda name. <laughs> he had some name for it. Demetrius like, what did you say, Ryan? I'm trying to act what I'm talking about. But he's got she got her in a rear naked and she can't use her left arm to hold the rear naked on ever mood. Yeah. So she grabs a handful of her own hair, hair to use for leverage and knocks her out. Yeah. It was tremendous. But if she continues on this trajectory and can become a star. Mm-hmm. And if what we saw last night is any indication from Rhonda. Mm-hmm. You got a storyline where you have Baszler take out Rousey and say, I've been doing this before you. I'm the reason you're here. I'm the reason you do this. I'm the reason that. And then you came up here and did two manias at WrestleMania. Yeah. And you didn't even bring me as a guest. You bring Dana White as your guest. I bring you, you're sitting ringside with, you know, Jessamine Duke. And you guys are there. Because I brought you in. Why didn't you bring me for your mania? Yeah. Why Why am I second fiddle? You know? Yeah. You know, are you there cheering for me, pandering me at NXT <laughs> while I'm down below? There's a story you could oh, make Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And if they... That's your, your Roxena. And if they, if, they pro- <laughs> if, they, if they progress the way that they should... It's going to be a fun match, too. Oh, gotcha. And that's what I'm saying. This is way But even seeing them team up with them being just, you know, horsemen like. Like, uh, Baszler's got it on the mic. She she exudes the confidence that, you know, we, or I thought, uh, Ronda Rousey should have had coming in a little bit more. So, which she's been kind of foreshadowing the last few weeks after she smiles and points. But um, I, I think Shayna Baszler. When I started a promo at an NXT house show, I was like, oh, this, she's the real deal. Like, she was just running in matches. I was like, this is a house show. <laughs> and she's continuing her badassness and just making everybody tap. She made Dakota Kai, who was still injured at the time, just run out from an autograph session. <laughs> she's sending autographs, and she and a baby comes out, and she just runs. She's like, nope. And then just, like, backs away. I was like, that's awesome. I wish they would have done it again at, at this takeover, but they didn't. Yeah. But having Baszler come from the back, like, she's coming for a long entrance, like, I don't know, yeah, yeah. I thought it was really cool. But, I mean, you know. It was a good match. Ember I mean, Moon hit all of her good spots. She's Ember was a perfectly fine wrestler. Mm-hmm. Her title reign just didn't resonate with me. I just couldn't get behind it. Because she was handed the title. Yeah. She was, oh, sorry, little girl. You can't beat me. Yeah. But, I mean. Ember Moon will be good. She will shine. I mean, when she teams up with Naomi on SmackDown uh, this upcoming Tuesday. Oh, here Tuesday. we go, Hall of Fame again. Mark Henry 2.0, right? <laughs> Just kidding. Neon Wolf will be their name. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The Glow Wolves. The Glow Wolves. The glow wolves. <laughs> I'm, I'm so bad when you said that. <laughs> the, the, oh, I don't even want to start talking about some of these names. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming we see Ember Moon, though. Yeah, on the, on I would say so. I would say so. Um, good match. I mean, not, <laughs> there's no 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 quarrels about quarrels no. about this match. I mean, no. great. Uh, then we get Pete Dunne, Roderick Strong against Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Then a disputed era against the AOP. I went three and a half on this one. Cole, who was dead from the ladder match, kept saying, "I don't even know if I can go out there." He's taped up. They put him through a table to get him out of yeah, the match, just and he, he was done the whole match. That was it. It was pretty much yeah. It was just Kyle O'Reilly just taking on the world with kicks <laughs> and chops and punches. I mean, the Germans were were insane that he was delivering too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Kyle O'Reilly's a star. Yeah, if he got a little bit of uh, you know, uh, what's the word? Character, <laughs> he, he could be good. I mean, the guy was ROH World Champion, which was great, and then he's you know at the Tokyo Dome having a title match. Yeah. And crickets. 
I, and, and, you know, like I said, you know, unfortunate credit, I think the New Japan fans just didn't know or didn't care about the story. Yeah, yeah. But Kyle O'Reilly, I feel like, is has a character now. Yeah. I feel like he has developed something. He's he's not that stale. Uh, like he comes out doing the air guitar on the belt, and he's he's wearing suits in the building, laughing yeah. at people, and he's talking on the mic. And... He's like the millennial Lance Storm. <laughs> yeah, I think he has more personality than Lance Storm. <laughs> I love you, Lance. <laughs> Maybe the tacos. I'll wear my uh, I'm from Calgary, Alberta, Canada T-shirt. Nice, I have him. Nice. Uh, but it was it was awesome. Uh, as we saw a few months ago. Robert Strong, they gave him the Undisputed Era uh, Nexus-style band. He turned it down, kicked Adam Cole's ass. Yeah. We see Pete Dunne hit the bitter end on Kyle O'Reilly to win the match. Only to have Roderick Strong interfere, cost Dunne the match. Randomly. <coughs> he hits his backbreaker on him. Kyle O'Reilly gets the pin. Undisputed Era is completely confused. He goes to help up Adam Cole and rips his armband off yeah. and puts it on. Cole, in the most douchey NWA heel, yeah. looks at O'Reilly and he goes, oh, 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 are yeah. you kidding me? And and he joins. He makes the turn. Now we have a filler for Bobby Fish. I mm-hmm. loved it. I thought that was the best part of it. The match was good. AOP was a little off. I don't know what. Something just wasn't clicking like it was before. Um, yeah. I don't think it's anyone's fault. Do you, do you think they were just like, okay, when's Monday going to get here? When's Monday going to get here? <laughs> you know, to be honest, if they're, they're going to be on one of these two shows, maybe they were like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm and plus the whole this. setup. I mean, again, it's for the Andre the Giant Memorial Dusty Rhodes Tag Team <laughs> uh, tournament. Like, do they keep these trophies? When they, when they well, and, and to be honest, too, the whole point of this match was to get, to get Roderick. Roderick yeah, I mean that was the whole thing with Roddy. So I mean, I mean it, it was shorter than than most NXT Triple Threat tag matches, but again, the whole point was to essentially get get Roddy into that spot. And the crowd was oh, yeah, the crowd was so because I was a little confused, but you brought it up how they've been you know kind of teasing this, planting it. You know, for months now. And they did a good job of when they teased it, they let it go. They were done with it. Yeah. They yeah. stopped talking about it. And for once, they saw an opportunity with Bobby Fish injured. Hey, let's rehash that and have him do it. Mm-hmm. I, it was perfect. Yeah. Because you got it out of everyone's heads. An unfortunate circumstance happened. And then you capitalized on it with a positive. Hmm. And that's what we got with Roderick Strong. Yeah. So instead of. Now we got to take the belts off of Undisputed Era for no reason because they're doing great because of an unfortunate incident that happened to Bobby Fish. Mm-hmm. Now you can slide Roderick Strong in there. And have how, uh, how long for Fish is uh, is he going to be out of the action? Point? I think I've heard six months. Ooh. I'll do a search real quick for it. So, wow, not until the end of the year. We might not see uh, the mustachio master himself. God, and I, love, I think Bobby Fish is so well, and, and the funny thing is, like, he's the energy of that team like it's you know seeing them live like bobby fish was just everywhere you know in the ring uh antagonizing the crowd like he's he's just perfect and he looks so like he's got a he's got one of those i want to punch that guy in the face yeah yeah type thing you know like you look at him you're like oh, i want to punch you in the mouth he does a better vaude villain than uh simon gotch that's for sure um, but, but uh, March fourth was the injury six months because it was a torn ACL. Okay. So October, May, June, July, September, he could be back. Yeah. So he could be back by the Takeover Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah. 
where they'll take over the <laughs> NXT universe. And then hopefully they take over Brooklyn or take over Money in the Bank. Yep. We get Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven against Oh, Colorado. yeah. Kyle Riley and Roderick Strong. If that happens in Chicago. We have to be there. I'm going to speak into fruition My like Lamar Ball. My gosh. It's going to happen. Stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a perfect match for TakeOver Chicago, that's too. I mean, here. you have so much to build it. Stay in your lane. <laughs> I forgot we have to stay in your lane. <laughs> a few months to build it. I mean, you, you have, especially in the heart of Chicago, which is, you know, a Ring of Honor town as oh, well. Oh, they'll mark out for I mean, that, like that is a big match that will, uh, that will look good over at the, uh, not the United Center, but the Rosemont Horizon. <laughs> we then move on. I went four and a quarter on the title match. Aleister Black defeats Andrade Cien Almas. I thought the match was tremendous. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go a little higher. And this is going to come off as somebody going, oh, you hate the match. That's not what I'm saying. But I think, like the AOP situation, Aleister Black seemed like he was going way too fast. Yeah. The beginning, he goofed on his dive almost. He almost killed himself doing his... But that's like every Aleister Black match, though. It always always starts like on 110. He does the the middle rope moonsault, and he lands in the Indian style. Yeah. Well, he almost missed the rope and just dove. I mean, if he would have dove onto his head, he would have broke his neck. But but I'm saying like that... almost would have hit him. He's like, what? Guess I'm not going to Mondays. But Um, you could could see almost was doing a lot of... He was grabbing him and talking to him. mm -hmm. And it calmed him down. I felt like... And then the match, the last half of the match was tremendous. Yeah, Zelina Vega uh, definitely deserves a lot of credit for how how this match went. Uh, Not only from the fake-outs of interference, but her actual interference (laughs) against uh, Aleister Black was was pretty damn cool. It was, the first half of the match to me was about a three and a half. Mm -hmm. I was a little disappointed. I know three and a half isn't a bad rating, but I'm expecting more. Yeah. But then I think the last half of the match was like five stars. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. So that's where I get my four and a quarter. But this, to me, builds off of what I've been saying for months now. Andrade Cien almost letting him be the Los Ingobernables leader like he was in, in CMLL. Yeah. When he started the faction with Roosh and brought in Naito. You know, I mean, he's, we can thank Almas for Tetsuya Naito. Yeah. And without Almas, we would not have Tetsuya Naito. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I agree he, there would have never been Los Ingobernables. Hmm. He would have never went to Mexico and joined that stable. True. He would have went to Mexico on an excursion and said, eh, and they would have just said, go find yourselves. <laughs> you know, and because of be, because of La Sombra starting that stable, we got to see Unido, yeah. which then gave us evil, which then gave us, uh, I mean, we already had Bushi. He was kind of already what he was. He just went heel. Yeah. But then we got Sanana and Hiromu. Hiromu, yeah. And like I said, we got Naito. So we got one of the biggest factions in the world because of all of us starting this faction years before that. With the E letting him do this gimmick, I'm telling you, man, this dude is proving month after month he is one of the best guys in any of it, whether you want to count WWE proper, mm-hmm. 205, NXT, just saying Raw SmackDown, or just the Stamper company as a whole. Yeah. He has shown, and he has shown this by taking Aleister Black to the best match I think Black has had in the company. Mm-hmm. And I say that being the second half of the match, because, I mean, Jitters, I don't think Tommy Enns ever won a major title like that. I mean, he might have won an ICW, but, you yeah. know, that's 200 fans. This was his moment to become the king of the NXT, and I think he knew it, almost brought him there, mm-hmm. calmed that match down. And, you know, 
look what happens when he's in there with a guy who equally is arguably the best guy in that company, Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. People brought up Royal Rumble's match between Gargano and Alma says, is this the greatest match in WWE history? That's how good that match is. People yeah. were comparing it to it. Almost has shown this week after week after week after week. Mm-hmm. How good he is. And all it took was, all right, we're going to stop having you wearing suspenders and top hat and dancing. <laughs> when I was watching that match on Saturday night, I kind of thought about that. I was like, wait, was this the guy that used to wear, wear suspenders? Like, he was like, was that no way Jose? Jose? Yeah, yeah, I was like, was that no way Jose? Like, I got confused. I was like, wait, this was a complete 180 on what they did and and finally got right like you said they pretty much just said be who you are and and Roosh was like his sidekick yeah who's now the star of CMLL because almost left so he took over those things over and over yeah yeah and Zelina Vega yes it's a woman and not a man oh but she is the perfect sidekick yeah she does everything that Roosh did in CMLL for (laughs) she's like if Lana could wrestle yeah like it's that type of enhancement character manager for that that person where you don't need Almas to speak each week. You got Vega to, to do all that. She is what the Sings were to gender. Okay. But gender's just... I'm not trying to be an asshole about gender, but yeah. gender's just not good enough to... But that's why he it. needs it. Where, yeah. I mean, Almas needed it for a bit, but now it's just as enhanced his character. They gave it to Almas, and he's embraced it as his equal. Yes. And yeah. they're... Look how long he was in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I mean that's I don't think that's a coincidence, no. man. I think I think they know that holy hell, this guy's good. And they, and to be honest, they probably wouldn't have him drop the title as quick as he, you know, has had it, um, if they weren't confident in hopefully bringing him up in the I'm next gonna, day or two. I'm gonna go on an extreme limb here. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the guy Vince McMahon watched and said, Wow, you guys never told me he did this. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because he was dancing. Yeah. What do we need to keep bringing back Del Rio for? You need your Hispanic star. Yeah. Who is to say that this guy can't be that guy? And he does the whole Los Ingobernables act, which, you know, essentially he's doing now, but puts that over more to a mainstream audience. You're printing money. He is tremendous. Yeah. And look, we we were... I ran on the street when Del Rio were in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. We we were in a room smaller than the studio we're in now, <laughs> doing a group hug, almost knocking into walls yeah. Del Rio won. Del Rio's a fantastic wrestler. He's fantastic on the mic, mm-hmm. and he is great in, in segments. Yes. But at some points, I think Almas is better. I think Almas as a wrestler is a little bit more technically sound. He doesn't need a lot of... Uh, not distractions, but, you know, pandering to the eye. He doesn't need to pander to them. I think his wrestling work does that. Everything he does. And Zelina Vega that. takes that, you know, for him as and, well. And with Zelina Vega cutting great promos for him, mm-hmm. he legit looks like a badass. Yes, when yeah. he, he just stands there, and he's just, he's mad at people, you know? <laughs> Andrade uh, Jen Almas is a guy who I think will succeed when he yeah. gets the main roster. Yeah, the, and, I, and I was just thinking, what? How do you introduce him? You you know, you got to have somebody come out and do something where they're, I don't know, just some reason. Unless you just coming up next is the debut of I don't want that. I no. want I want Seth Rollins to come out and be like, you know, I proved to the world that I'm now a Grand Slam champion. I beat the Miz and I beat Finn Balor. You know, and do this tonight. This will this will be my proclamation booking. We get an IC title three way rematch tonight. Yep. 
Rollins wins again. I've beaten everybody on this roster, you know, from the injured to the non-injured. And Albus comes out and gets in and starts something with Rollins. They don't even need to touch. Yeah. They just stare. But just Selena Vega going, just so you know, Stephanie McMahon has called this gentleman. Kurt Angle's approved it. You know, however you want to do it. There's a new man on the roster. May not be right away, but just watch your back, Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah. You know, and have, have almost just smile at him. Just just <laughs> smug as hell. I just, I, I, you know, you said printing money. Yeah. I see it, man. This dude is so good. Get, start getting some merch out. He's he's tremendous. And then you have to keep trying to bring back Del Rio. Cause Correct. They, I understand the logic behind this. Which, uh, by the way, he's fired from Impact Wrestling for <laughs> showing the Twitch stream. God. Which now it's Phoenix, Pentagon, and Aries at Redemption. Watch out. I went over it. Uh, but, you know, you have your Nakamura and Asuka for the, the Japanese audience. Yep. You know, the, you know you have gender for your, your Indian market. I understand the, the reasoning behind these, these oh, markets. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's why you always want to bring back Ray or Del Rio. Yep, yep. You got the guy right there. You got Andrade and Almas. Just yep. use him. He's, and if well, Ray can sell us masks, can I have all this yeah, wear his mask he can do and the, just take it off? Yeah, yeah. I'll buy an all this mask. I was about to say people will buy heelish <laughs> masks. I mean, he's he's tremendous. He's tremendous. You know, once again, I I wanted to go higher on the match, but the beginning just kind of clunked a little bit. They got it together. Yeah. And everything came full circle. I don't know if you realize this. Oh, so. But one year before this, at TakeOver... Oh, my God, you're right. Who made their who debut? Who made their, their debut again? Alex Who just won the title on the anniversary from Almas. Yeah. So, a little little, little double Gato booking. <laughs> they they went full circle with Almas and Black, yeah. and they brought, brought the Roderick Strong thing in. <laughs> some good booking, some good booking. Well, that's crazy. Uh, then your main event, Johnny Gargano... I may have to do a rewatch because I'm skeptical if I went low. I don't know. Okay. I went four and three quarters. Ooh. He defeats uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa taking off his big knee brace. Goes to hit him with his knee. Uh, Gargano swings the knee brace, hits him in the knee with it, and then puts him in like a modified version of an STF Gargano escape with the knee brace, the bars under his chin and over his forehead, and just rips him back. Chompa taps in like three seconds. He goes, ah! And that was it. Knock out. But the match was tremendous. Tremendous, eh? This was a match I had not seen, um, but this is one I hope to check out and give you a uh, a second uh, view next next week. So when we talk, we try to watch ROH later. We watch the go-home Raw. Maybe maybe we try to sneak this match in. Okay. (laughs) You know, and just close out our wrestling... Uh, excursion. Yeah. We're doing our own New Japan excursion. <laughs> Technically, it is a New Japan excursion. I mean, you are you are totally We're right. But, around everywhere. But I mean, like I said, the emotional uh, levels to this feud from you know the breakup of DIY bag with Chicago, right? That was at yeah. that takeover uh, to Champa's injury um, to him. Hopefully, doing a new sounder for uh, for Strong Style Media since he used to do it for for uh, Sportscast. Yeah, right shout out to Champa. Um, so, I mean, no, and this is a match I, I want to sit down. I don't want to be half sleepy. I don't want it to be one in the morning. You know, this is one I want to give all my attention to and feel that emotional level. Where I just, I knew the two times I tried watching it, I knew I, I, I had to give it the respect. It yeah. And, and I'm, I'm excited to check it out again. And, but do you think this cements him, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling, into that top baby face for the 2020 and beyond for the WWE? 
look, I said this before. If I could take five wrestlers and I'm stuck on a deserted island mm-hmm. and I only get to watch every match of five wrestlers for the rest of my life, wow. Johnny Organo's one of the five. Wow. Top three matches he's had. Him and Almas. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, that, that clearly match. Him and Almas. Um, I want to say Johnny Gargano. When, when Any, he, anything when he beat from Yamato was really good. When he won, I think I think he beat Yamato for the Dragon Gate USA title. Mm-hmm. But he was he was DG USA champ. And there was a title defense he had that was really good. He also had a really good match with McIntyre in a ball. I was about to say I, I remember hearing about this McIntyre match back in the um, day. I gotta pull up the oh, sixty four. But I mean, obviously, in the, any of the DIY revolve uh, or revival revival stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, even don't John, forget them and authors of pink. Johnny Gargano is just—he's on another level with the way he he exudes emotions from the fans, and yeah, he is. Could you imagine how much money they could have made in the '80s with a babyface like this? He's he's Ricky Steamboat. Okay. I the, the yeah. babyface who you 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 feed into their emotions with the way that they're selling and the beating they're taking and how much how much of a struggle it is to try to win. And then when they come back and win, you feel it. Yeah. Because he's smaller than everyone, but he's so good, so good at everything he does. Hmm. It's just, I mean, he's tremendous. I mean, he is utterly tremendous. His his match with Ciampa in the Cruiserweight Classic mm-hmm. was ridiculously good. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like there's so much money to be, be to be made with Gargano. Mm-hmm. But I think the plan was for him to lose. Originally, I think if you want to say a month ago, three weeks, a month ago, the plan was for him to lose. Mm-hmm. And I think we see him show up on a SmackDown. I think with Daniel Bryan being cleared, that hurt Johnny Gargano. Okay. Because Johnny Gargano is Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He's the next generation of, of the American Dragon. With the and second coming. We know Daniel Bryan works. Mm-hmm. On the main roster. If you get him in the right program, he gets such sympathy in the way he exudes himself. Yes. Johnny Gargano can talk. He's not people don't people don't notice that that dude can talk on the mic. Yeah. And he gets so much sympathy with his facial expressions. He he like I said, he brings that emotion out of people. I and I, and Daniel Bryan even went on record after he lost that match to to uh Ciampa or uh, uh almost where if he doesn't win the title he's out of NXT. And he said, well, you're not in NXT. I'd love to have you on SmackDown. Yeah. You're one of the best I've ever been. Daniel Bryan's putting him over. Give him a little rub there. And maybe that was the point. Do you think he was just looking at himself in the mirror, Daniel Bryan? <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I really think Johnny Gargano is is easily... Seeing him in NXT in Florida, um, yeah, I mean, everything, he he just seems like a legit dude, but the crowd was just eating everything that he was doing. Is it crazy if I said Johnny Gargano is the number one wrestler in the company? Am I just too much of an indie mark saying that? I wouldn't say it's crazy. I mean, you, you have significant matches to back it up, whether it's singles or tagging. Um, you could say, you know, probably best all around. Um, but I would, I mean, you would book him, well, 
If you put Johnny Gargano on television in a match, yeah. I don't think there's one person that can pull you in to be glued to your television like that. Okay. On any roster. On any roster. On, in, in the WWE. Okay. I, I, put, I think I put him above AJ. Over... Really? Over AJ Styles? I, there's just something about Gargano that just... What about Brock Lesnar with his, you know, kind of He's model? such a fun freak show. I mean, you got to love that. you yeah. got to love what, what, you know, the Brock AJ thing. The yeah. Brock Goldberg thing last year was amazing, amazing and it's yeah. five minutes. But, I mean, I, I look at this, I, I think Gargano, AJ, and... Seth Rollins? Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne. I think they're yeah. the best guys in this company. And I think Pete Dunne's a weird exclusion because... He still works on their company, so you don't know if he's really WWE or not. Mm-hmm. But I, I and if you look in the last year, how many matches? Well, I shouldn't say how many matches, but Johnny Gargano legit had a case when when with Almas. Yeah, is that the greatest match in NXT history? And now, hmm. I'll say this: was that the greatest NXT Championship match ever? I would say yes. I would say yes. I was just trying to think of possibly Owen Zane, um, just because it was so different. It was like the squash. We were just like, whoa, they're totally different, yep. going in a different direction. But match wrestling wise, yes, I would Zane say Zane Neville was really good, but Zane I think it was better than that. Balor was the, the latter. I would take that because they didn't need a gimmick to do it. Yeah. Now it's is it the greatest match in NXT history? I think if you remove the hype, I, I don't know Sasha Bailey at the Takeover Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean that and Nakamura Zayn, Nakamura Zayn, yeah, Dallas. But right now you've already put that in in its in that that listing. Yeah. Okay. So NXT, we'll say that NXT when we talk that is what 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since 2013, AJ Styles. Can you say AJ Styles versus Blank? was the best match in WWE in the last five years. Uh, versus John Cena at the Rumble. One of the best in the last five years. Yeah, okay. I would easily say that was Okay, happening. so there's there's your AJ Lambert. Oh, not the Rumble. Well, Rumble or SummerSlam, okay. honestly, so yeah. There, so there's, so we, we'll take we'll take Cena, AJ. We'll just yep. take Cena, yep. AJ. Yep, Cena, AJ, yep. I think almost Gargano is better than Cena, AJ. Hmm. I don't know. That's... I would say for the emotional level, for the the level of TNA versus WWE, kind of like on that big stage mm-hmm. at SummerSlam, that was huge. And then for them to do their their copy of a New Japan and Tokyo Dome match, which I think their Rumble match was an homage to, mm-hmm. um, with the way how the pacing was, how the different holds were, um, I, I think they told a, a brilliant story with those two. And I would say they're, those are probably a, a hair over Gargano and Almas. So... So now, now you look at this as John Cena and AJ Styles who are, are day in and day out supposed to be your go-to guys. Yep. By a hair, had a better match than Johnny Gargano. Yeah. yeah. What does that say about Johnny Gargano? What does that say about Almas though? Because Almas and agree. I mean, that's the thing where Almas, I would say, is it was a fifty-fifty Agreed. match. Agree. So now this this brings full circle back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. These guys in NXT are so good. That they. What's crazy though is Almas. While you think about that, Almas 
he thankfully it happened at NXT the suspenders and hat gimmick because yeah. if that would have oh started on God, the main roster, right. holy hell, he'd be future endeavored after me. Oh my gosh, so it's a nice that he has yes. the growing pains holy. there to then change the character to then lead that and say, This is the guy we want Monday nights challenging so and so. Who could possibly go, you know, face to face with Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. leading up to Survivor and Series? This leads me to NXT. There's nobody that can say this isn't a third brand now. This no, God, isn't no, a yeah. development like it's, yeah. it, was, it was meant to be your development, the next no. NXT. And these two guys said, "Nah, we <laughs> probably have the match of the year." Yeah. And really, it's development, like you say, for more, I would say, character-wise. When you bring in all these indie talents, it's more like, let's let's broaden you. Well, you know, let, let's make it that. Look, I mean, and, and you can definitely say that that works. There's a lot of things that Finn Balor does now that he never did on the indies. There's a, I, okay, scratch that. I'm not going to say Finn Balor, because I mm-hmm. think he was better as Prince Devitt than Finn Balor. Yeah. But he's also working Okada and Machine Gun and guys like that, which yeah. I love Machine Gun. <laughs> but... Seth Rollins is better than Tyler Black. Yeah. As much as I love the gimmick, Dean Ambrose is better than John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, so, yes, bringing in these indies and doing that 100% works. Yeah. And that's proven. But with these guys now, it's I mean, this is, like, legit. Like, my my... I, my one and one A for match of the year right now. I don't know how I want to put them, and I, I may change that when I go th- if I go through my book and actually look at end of April. I want to kind of go through the first four months. Mm-hmm. Okada Naito because of the story they told at Wrestle Kingdom. As much as people go, well, that was a letdown. There was a letdown because everyone was mad Naito lost. Mm-hmm. That's why people said it was a letdown because they wanted Naito to win. Okay. And Okada winning, I think, makes it even better yeah, because then you're like, you gotta be kidding me! How is it this guy's never gonna lose? <laughs> and now every time he wrestles, it's like. What if he finally loses? What if he finally loses? You know, yeah, yeah. And Almas and Gargano. Those are my matches of the year. And I don't know which one I like better. Even more than Okada Sabre Jr.? That just looks, sounds like a cool name. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Because I think I, I think I realized I liked Osprey and Skrull better than... You liked Osprey and Skrull? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, you know, these, this is neither here nor there. We're just, well, yeah, you know, we're yeah. going. But bringing it back to, to close out NXT here. Johnny Gargano, Andrade Almas... Gave us some of the best wrestling we've seen in the last three, four months. Mm-hmm. Tommaso Ciampa came back. He, he came back swollen up, too. He looked like a brick. <laughs> and Aleister Black. Does, two, that, does that character work in in a year? Yeah. Because he does. The entrance is true. The thing. True, yeah. He's not true. doing He's anything. He's not a gimmick. He's not yeah, eating worms or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's. And this is the exact, I don't know why I went to a boogeyman reference. I mean, but it's kind of a boogeyman-esque. This, this is why Aleister Black will work, and this is why Ember Moon will not work. Mm-hmm. Ember Moon's character relies too much on that gimmick. Yeah. Aleister Black entrance relies on it, and that's it. That's it, yeah. Yeah, and they're kind of even shying away from that entrance. Because I had to rewind it like a few times. It was like, when did he come to the ring? Like, you know, like he just started walking down the ramp. But but to credit here, uh, which makes me happy because you gave me a point that I didn't even think of to boost my thought on this guy. Yep. Aleister Black went from little jitters to having, I think, the best match. I think that was the best match Tommy Ennis ever had I've ever seen of his. It, it, it's a, it's an improvement from the Velveteen Dream one, but I would say that would have probably been his best match. And, and that was a that. fun match, yeah, but it was yeah. there was still the spots where aside but from being fun, you're sound, like... But technically sound, 
But look who was in the match with him. Yeah, and that's, you know, it's the guy who's green, yeah. Yeah. Almas. Agreed. When you said the 50-50 with Gargano, I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah. Look what he did to Alex Black. He, he left NXT, if he's done, making the, the replacement. He made the replacement, and he made him look like a champ. Yeah. And he did it with a point where they made Aleister Black defeat both of them. Both of them, yeah. He catches Zelina Vega and hits the black mask. Vega's <laughs> <laughs> flying on the ring, and Almas is knocked out. He beat both of them. Yeah. They, they walked out. If I'm if I'm Almas and, and Zelina Vega, I walk to the back and I have five and go, there you go, Hunter. There's exactly. your guy. Exactly. And Hunter goes, thanks, guys. And then Black comes through and then almost walks out of the building and into the sunset. Everyone in the locker room gives a standing ovation to Black. <laughs> yeah! And, and oh my God. you know, and you just see them leaving. All right, we did our job. Yeah. Now it's time to go whoop somebody's ass on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Zelina Vega, I mean, as much as almost is fantastic in the ring, I, I can't stress enough. She's, she's fun to watch. She's... Man, I mean, and she, her and Austin Aries definitely laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> probably paid. I mean, are they married or are they going to get married? I think married? they're engaged. But so, I mean, I'm, her run, hopefully, uh, especially when they get, she, they get called up, will hopefully pay for that wedding. And, and here, you know, here's, here's what I'm looking at, too, if I'm Zeno Vega. You know, if Almas ever leaves, you guys should try to get a program together. Mm. Aries and Almas? Double A versus double A? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember if they feud or not, but. Probably. He ain't feuding with uh, ADR anymore, that's for sure. <laughs> WrestleMania. Don't you got the theme? Do, 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 oh, do, do. I might. Hold on. Let me look. We, <laughs> the showcase of the immortals. It, it might. Yes. It might be really loud for the listeners because they have the volume all the way up. But we're not. We don't have the headphones on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. VP's on. <laughs> Alex is going to, going to the competition. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. WrestleMania. This might have been the best WrestleMania in the last seven, eight years. Better than 30? I think 30 had better moments with the Daniel Bryan situation. Mm-hmm. And I think the latter was really fun. I still say that opening match with Triple H is severely underrated. Oh my, it's the best oh match of the night. Yeah, oh, it was. It was. The, the thing that hurts it is the moment with... Correct, you know, yeah, yeah. That was one time where I'm glad with that they decided to make a moment. Yes, yes. You know, and, and I remember, too, when they did the stretcher job with Daniel Bryan after the Batista Bob RKO thing through the table. Yeah. I, I remember Brian Klecker cursing up a storm going, they're not going to do it, are they? Like, they're not giving them... The, like, that's how mad he was. <laughs> But, I mean, if you look top to bottom, this show, I mean, what's the lowest rated match I gave? Okay. Well, it was the tag match. I went one and a half, so that was really yeah. bad. But aside from that, was I, I had one match at two-star, Cena Taker. Mm-hmm. The other, the three-way tag, I went two and a half. Nothing wrong with it, but it was just get in, get your bleep yeah. on, and get out. Yeah. Everything else was three or higher. I cannot think of a WWE show I've done that. Even the Strowman Bar? No, that I went one and a half. Oh, that, that was, was my, your one that and a half. That was my least okay. favorite. Gotcha, gotcha. That was one and a half. And then Cena, Cena Taker, Taker was two. two. Bludgeons, Uso's New Day was two and a half. Everything else was three. I, I even gave I even gave Roman Lesnar three, and it was terrible. <laughs> but but at least it started really cool. Would God, I mean, maybe, it may, you know, I'm going back to two on that. F that noise. I was drunk. So twenty-seven, we went over. Not not too good. Oh Cena, God, that was Snooky. Yeah, twenty-eight. Cena Rock one. Besides, you know, 
not, nothing too crazy. 29. Uh, Roxena, you know, twice in a lifetime. Which one are the Hell in a Cell with trips? Uh, that, that would be 28, yes. I loved that match. Yes. So, I mean, really, technically, WrestleMania 24, was that the last good Mania besides 30? I mean, 25 had the cool Sean. Well, yeah, I mean, some say the best match of all time. CM Punk winning the first of two Money, Money in the, the Bank, Bank ladder yeah. matches. Oh, no, he won that in 24, didn't he? In Orlando? Yeah, yeah, so the second one, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, case in point, this was a damn good WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, dreading looking forward or not looking forward to the seven hours. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it kind of went by a little faster than, than last year's for sure. Um, but this was a, a lot of fun. Hell, even, well, minus the, the men's Andre the Giant uh, battle royal there, since, you know, the participants were already in the ring. Did anyone get a uh, get an intro? Uh, I feel like whoever came out first did. No, that was in the women. That was in the women, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they were just, all right, go out there. there. Primo Colombo got one. <laughs> Come to Puerto Rico. <laughs> but, of course, the big uh, big thing was uh, doing the point of view or, or just showing John Cena sitting in the crowd as an audience member with a beer. Uh, let's just, real quick, I didn't even put these out of my notes. They didn't get rated. Uh, Matt Hardy wins the men's battle royal. Yep. With the uh, assists of Bray Wyatt, God, he's back. Yeah, I I don't know what to make of it. And, and look, how do you go from championship match to is this punishment for that? No, this is. They think it's a cool. Look, I said it. I said this months ago, Tony. When this ends, yeah. it's going to be Bray Wyatt joining the Hardys. Oh man, and and everyone's like, what are they going to do? I don't know. They'll wrestle the club because they don't know what to do with the club, <laughs> but. That was the only thing that made sense. Is you turn, you you get the cheap pop of Wyatt with him and do something different. Can they call them Club of Ammunition? Could Matt, could woke Matt Hardy kind of do something like that? I mean, they could. The Club of Valor. But it's, you know, I mean, I saw this coming a mile away. This yeah. is, this was too predictable. Um, I also think it's a thank you for having a uh, a three into the overrun with yeah. the. With the Hardy Bray Wyatt compound match for sure, which uh, I was fine with. I mean, what I was about. hoping was when he fell into the lake of reincarnation. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm saying this. When he fell into the lake of reincarnation, <laughs> I feel like we're doing like a like a, a reboot. Wait, this was beyond wrestling. <laughs> that he was going to come out with a new gimmick. Yeah, and eventually he would go back to it. I'm going to use this as an example, and it's a terrible example because I can't stand it, but something along the lines of Abyss Joseph Park. Okay. Where he's a different, you know, he's he's Bo Rotunda or yeah, you know, Husky, yeah. whatever you want to call him. Bo Rotunda. But I, I don't even want to see Abyss. That's a bad example. Oof. Or Wyndham Rotunda. Sully, I think yeah. his name is Wyndham Rotunda. Okay. Yeah, because then Bo is Bo De- Yeah. yeah. Regardless, whatever you want to do with them. <laughs> and you could have the Hardys like trying to get him to, what are you doing, Wyatt? You know, blah, yeah. blah. You know, and the biggest fear was that he would return to Sister Abigail. He didn't do that. So no. I can't be too mad. But I can't say I'm not interested to see where it goes. Yeah. Do. Okay. Two part question here. I can't believe we're going to dive this much into the Rumble. But what does this do to Jeff Hardy? I think they're just sorting out whatever. I mean, nothing. No one has heard a peep since then. So I think it's obviously out of out of sight, out of mind for people right now. I'm sure when people come, when he makes his, you know, 
uh, return to TV whenever that is. You know, the keyboard warriors out there will say, hey, remember you got into this and that? Um, they'll do their best to kind of brush it off. But, yeah, I think they become a trio of some sort. And, you know, they just kind of ravage that. And then maybe, or maybe they're saying, hey, Jeff, do you have another run in you? Do you can you go singles? And maybe then they put them on the so, with the shake-up there, you yeah, know, you they kind of do a little draft. So, that's a way to do it. I can see that. The reason I ask is, when one of the Usos got the DUI, they didn't even mention anything, nothing yeah. happened. It was over and done with. Yeah. Fine. It's out of work. He didn't... Yeah, yeah. He, he did something bad. Yeah, so I get yeah. that. But he didn't... Whatever. If you were going to bring Hardy back, wouldn't he have came back at Mania? If he's healthy and cleared? Like, wouldn't no, you... because the storyline is, you know, what happened to... Uh, you know, Bray Wyatt after this. We haven't seen him in weeks. So I think that's more of your bigger, more current thing than Jeff Hardy. So for a cheaper pop. Because of this, not to give a spoiler for later, but it's going to be a spoiler because I don't know how much we're going to talk about the match, so I don't really care. Yeah. Shouldn't the bar have just kept the belts and this is your new feud for the bar? Yeah. Hardy and Wyatt? Um, no, I think this is something more for like Heat Wave '98, you know, during the summer. <laughs> the Universal Jinsei Shinzaki and Hayabusa. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I, I think this is something. No, I, the, the, the Jeff Hardy thing. No, I think this is not something. No, I mean, say, should they have done Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt against the Bar Backlash? No, I don't think you move them into the tag title okay. chase for now. I think you form him into, or maybe even explain where he was, you know, in the lake of reincarnation, why he chose to be, how he got woke, if you will. Um, that That's, yeah, I'm... I'm so no. what do you do with them angle-wise, then, if they're not going to be going for the tag title? You just do weird vignettes uh, like they have been doing, and then you just have them do a match here and there, him trying to get Bray Wyatt under his whim, you know, a little bit more. Um, and then you make, and then when they finally are a team and they keep winning week in and week out, then you build that to a tag title. I don't think you do that right away. So essentially, right now you just do nothing with them. Yeah, you just kind of build them and see if it, see how they flow on TV. See how they flow on TV. I mean, when you get people like, well, I mean, you already have tag teams that deserve more of a shot, even though they literally got buried. During this whole WrestleMania buildup, yeah. literally Braun buried or creative buried them by utilizing Braun, even though I'm sure he had nothing. The, the club that. got pooped on. The yeah. revival got pooped on. So they don't the seem viable. Yeah, they don't seem viable anymore, and that sucks. Does does uh, I don't I don't even want to talk about what I was thinking. That's not even gonna. This, <laughs> this just in: Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy win, winning the WWE Tag Team Raw Tag Team Championship. This, this phrase in my head is officially gonna be. I'm never gonna mutter what I was gonna say. Oh, thank so God! No way! Don't, don't do it. You're don't jinx it like last never, night. Never. Um, the women's. I'm already gonna move on. The women's battle. Oh wow! Bailey, dumb Sasha, ooh, and everyone's like, oh, the heel turn. And then Naomi wins. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Wait a minute. You just did all this to put over Bailey turning after they yeah. cleared the ring out. Yeah. And then Naomi, the face, comes back in from not being eliminated where the heels should be doing that. Oh, yeah. Terrible booking. Mm-hmm. Just terrible booking. Well, this booking. was a cluster uh, for the ages for sure. <laughs> a few NXT, you know, they had Team NXT, like all of a sudden, all their, you know, half of their women's division. And then they all turned on each other. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. They're going to take over. Like no, Kyrie saying they, knocked they out the like strongest NXT guy. Yeah. There's Peyton Royce with Peyton the Royce. K. Yeah, it's it was that was a really ridiculous to watch. Peyton Royce had the worst wrestling year ever. It looked like it was supposed to be 
designed for somebody a foot bigger than her. <laughs> she had bigger trunks on than Lars Sullivan. Oh man. Like Lars. <laughs> like they they look like shorts. Yeah. And she kept adjusting them, and then finally they just dumped her because she couldn't. She would every time she started working somebody over in the corner. She's too busy messing with her gear. She must have got her gear from the uh, same person Rousey got hers from. <laughs> so she just gets dumped. I thought that was glad <laughs> you put her in for that. Yeah. And they didn't yeah. bring her partner out. No, which was not. It was so dumb. It was this this. We go back. To I, I still don't think Becky Lynch got thrown out because I still no, didn't see it. She did the Gail Kim. She just rolled out and said the hell of it. <laughs> You know, thanks for entrance. Yeah. And she got brand new gear. We'll be right back. And then they just kept on camera, guys. Like, like the network just kept it all on. It was very awkward. And explain to me how Becky Lynch isn't in the isn't in the Naomi role when they show her as the only one with an entrance. Yep. Aside from Bailey and Sasha. Yeah. Which makes sense because they're the last two. Okay. Yep. You get an entrance. People remember that they had an entrance and then they're the last. Yeah. And then you give Becky an entrance. And she has brand new gear when she comes out. She's posted new gear on Instagram. And then we don't even know when she gets eliminated. And Naomi wins, who just came out. And they have history, which would have made more sense. Yeah. The plot would have thickened. It would have been, it would have been, you know, Bailey, why did you do that to your yeah. friend? And instead. She could have been, yeah, she could have been like, why are you two fighting? Yeah. We came up together. We're here to dominate. Don't split, you know, apart. That's what they want you yeah. to do. The uh, universe and everyone's like, oh, Becky Lynch is going, you know, this and that. <laughs> Instead, here comes Naomi, I believe. They, be yourself, or whatever music they had, the whole conglomerate of these these girls come out to. I, shout out to the conglomerate, by the way. I might, yeah. as well, might as well hit you with that sounder. There it is. <laughs> but it was it was just frustrating that, uh, that everything has happened. What? Oh, <laughs> it was just—it was just frustrating with with the way that it that went. And yeah, I don't know. It was look, we just crapped on the men's one, but the women's one. Stop doing the checklist tonight because this <laughs> it was not good. It was not no, entertaining. It, Paige was as bad on the commentary as Jim Rosson was at, at Strong Style. I don't—I don't even know if she was paying attention. The segue to her commercial uh, for her trailer for her movie oh was terrible. Yeah, that was her mind state when she was doing. Yeah. So whatever she was on when she made that commercial, she was on doing it. The only bright spot of this whole thing was Beth Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed Beth Phoenix trying to make sense of it. She's calling wrestling moves out, and they don't know what she's saying, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And it just, I don't know. It, they didn't escalate any storylines that they could have. They have Sasha and Bailey completely go through, eliminate everyone as a team. We know what's coming next is going to be the, the turn. She dumps Sasha. Everything's cool. But then they suddenly show Naomi still in there, and it just, uh, I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't think it was needed. We very well could have got away with Sasha versus Bailey one on one. It would have been a lot funner. Or once again, I've said this before, and, and Alex knows I've said this. Not everybody needs to be on the card, okay? The hot acts were Charlotte Nasca and Nia Jackson, Alexa Bliss. You know. We don't need to force every person on here, shoehorning 800 people in. And I get it, fine. You want to do the Battle Royal, you want to, you want to make it count. Maybe put one on the main show as some kind of a buzzkill match because having them back-to-back like that just didn't do much. I mean, yes, we did get a match in between, and a match that was very good, and I'm excited to talk about. It was, it was just a little too much. But, you know, for, for Alex's sake and mine, because I don't, you know, we, we we got the bright spot of the of the pre-show. Cedric Alexander defeats Mustafa Ali to win the title. 
I thought Mustafa Ali was going to do the turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, great sportsmanship. And exactly what this tournament's been. Drake Maverick ran in, gave the title to Cedric. It, you know, it was... Somebody said this was a really good 2008 ROH match that got time. It was a good job. And that's what you want. That's true, yeah. That's what you want out of this. Yeah. So kudos to them. Cedric is, is the new 205 Live champion. 205 Live, the Reborn, kind of like no other Reborn yes. has been happening. Um, it was it was a really fun match. Yes. And one thing that daunted it, though, was they kept showing John Cena. <laughs> yeah, how about him taking away from all of that? Yeah, man. drinking game indeed. I mean, every time they showed Cena on screen, man, you're, we were wasted by the third match mm-hmm. almost. That <laughs> was rough. Kidding, kidding. <laughs> I'm off. <well, I'm> <laughs> No, but uh, both these guys uh, put on a hell of a show. Mustafa Ali getting a both of them getting a uh, higher platform, but Mustafa Ali, I think definitely, uh, even though uh, he got an L in the ring, definitely a W in the hearts of everyone watching. Cool. And I want to say this one more thing here before we move to the main card: mm-hmm. the WWE finally put somebody over in a loss. Yeah, they never can do that. They can never do that, Alex. Mustafa Ali cut two amazing promos. One you saw yep, yep. outside talking about Buddy Murphy. Another one he did just like that I was telling you about where he's in his car talking as he's traveling to the next town. It was just as good. Yeah. He hits the 540. Cedric kicks oh, oh. out. And he he goes for it again. Cedric, why won't you just quit? Mm-hmm. Misses it. Gets hit with a lumbar check and loses. Went to the well and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Just a perfect finish. It was exactly what you asked for. It was... Without the same storyline, it was Naito Okada. He's going back to the well, and it didn't work. You know, <laughs> that was, that's very true. And uh, I mean, it was it was a really good match. Like I said three and a half wasn't the best match of the tournament, but for these guys coming in and working at WrestleMania when the crowd wasn't into it, yeah, they got the crowd into it by the end. Yes, of it. they did. Yes, they did. And that's the second time Cedric and Mustafa Ali have worked a match where the crowd didn't care, and by mm-hmm. the end of it, they cared. Yeah, I mean, this is, and it's good too because it's, you know, the 205 Live Originals, if you will, you know, in this match. It, and, you know, yeah, they brought up some names for the tournament, which you got to, you know, bolster it somehow. Instead yeah. of just saying it was regular 205 Live. So it was nice they kind of, you know, got different names in there. Um, the two guys I, I've been, you know, championing uh, Mustafa Ali for the last, you know, four months, just a little bit that I've seen. Um, and hopefully this guy, Hometown like you bias. said, with the turn. Chicago, so. Huh? Chicago, so I'm hoping I'll buy some too. <laughs> so hopefully with the turn, you know, the the impending turn, you know, that will uh, blow him into and the And you can uh, really draw this there. out a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where you you can give him a rematch and have him get frustrated. Mm-hmm. They, my, when we get to it, there's a match that mm-hmm. I thought this was going to have happen on, and it happened at a later match. Yep. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um it's kind of flip-flop with, with the angles where I thought that would go and where this is going. Kind okay. of flipped. Because um, I was expecting this <laughs> during this match. But it, it was really good. <laughs> I, I, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, we move on to the opening match. I went three and three quarters. Seth Rollins defeats Finn Balor and The Miz. Um, this is the match I was going to say was the longest. Am I You're... You, the longest, what do you mean? You said, so WrestleMania was five hours and ten minutes. Oh, yes. There's only two hours and ten minutes of actual wrestling. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, let me This let me was one of my two options. Really? Because this match, uh, to me, was so fast-paced um, that I honestly thought, like, whoa, like, that was really quick. Yeah. Quicker than normal. You know, I thought this was uh, Angle Mysterio Orton WrestleMania 22 type of uh 
a time. But, yeah, this was definitely one of the longest, but not the longest. Okay. So I have another idea. I'll bring it up when the time comes. Okay. But, uh, I mean, good match. Seth Rollins gets the win. We saw the double curb stomp, which is cool. Um, WWE spoiled this a little bit unintentionally. Oh, with the the house show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But still, fast-paced match. I mean, this was really another showcase for, for Rollins and Balor. Uh, the Miz, you know, doing doing the Miz stuff. But getting some skull-crushing finales in there. Uh, didn't he do one off the, the top rope yeah. as as well there? Yeah, so, yeah that was awesome. Um, but no, uh, the Miz was, was looking good. But again, this was more so uh, for, for Rollins and Balor. We got to see a double uh, curb stomp, which was really cool. Uh, we we had to take a nice drink uh, drink for that one there, um, but uh, it was nice, you know. Uh, Rollins getting the curb stomp on the Miz um, to get the three count there. Um, but again, a continuation from over the last you know months since this match was kind of put into high gear. Uh, all three men I thought was great. This again getting this much talent. You know how much we love Miz on this show. Um, hopefully this will get him into the world title picture. Maybe he's going to take a little break, especially with the new baby, uh, with him and Maurice. If not, break well-deserved. Um, but these three, again, th- this was a hell of a match. This was a great opener uh, to have to to kick off the showcase of the Immortals. <laughs> what surprised a lot of us, second match on the card was Charlotte versus Asuka. Yes. I thought that was going to be going to the 830 hour. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alex, this was my match of the night. Um, entrances alone, I probably would agree with you. This is uh, I'm kind of going entrance. back and forth. Awesome. Yes, Charlotte was was amazing. Uh, we got to see uh, little heads like from Rick and Morty when they had to get swifty. Um, Oscar mask heads, you know, kind of dropped down in the ring. They were doing what did you say, augmented 3D reality. Yeah, so it's like with some of their graphics there. It's kind of like we didn't, you know, the people in the crowd didn't see it. Like Randy Orton didn't see the bugs last year. <laughs> Oh, those bugs. I went four and a quarter on this. Yeah, the only thing that, and again, I, I, I have, I nitpicked Taker WrestleMania 5 because of the missed dive. With this, uh, it's kind of the Spanish fly where Charlotte, which, who landed it beautifully, by the way, but her kind of almost stumbling off yeah. trying to do the Spanish fly. Um, but you know, all that, you know, nitpicking aside, these two, uh, women, these two wrestlers, warriors, just, just going at it. And I thought it was just a, a beautiful match. Um, you know, just the different submissions, Asuka just trying to get that arm, you know, ready to go. And then Charlotte, uh, just, my God, it was, it was just amazing. Uh, it, it, everything that I wanted Charlotte to do mm-hmm. and really supersede herself as somebody who is the pinnacle. Yeah. You know, I've been I've been very judgmental. I've said over the last couple of weeks, I think Charlotte's starting to get lost in the pack. And mm-hmm. yes, she's she's their their you know, their crown jewel. We know that the way that they book her. Yeah. But you start looking at Asuka and the way Sasha's been working with, with Bailey and how good Becky is showing that she still is, mm-hmm. and with how good Bliss has been. And even this is just going on a whim, and I'm not saying better, but with how Tony DeVille is improving, mm-hmm. Charlotte just seemed like while well, everyone was doing this, she didn't she, yeah. didn't she didn't degress, she didn't, you know, regress. She, she was just complacent. Yeah, and like, you know, there were certain times she does look awkward in the ring, and mm-hmm. but she's she's so good overall that you know it you know it's fine. 
this didn't seem like it was too on her plate, on Charlotte's uh, plate, where she does seem to go a little bit fast. You know, she starts off like an Alistair Black. We're like, oh, you mm-hmm. know, the nerves are kind of there. But then, you know, once you're comfortable, you're like, oh, buckle up. Well, this and is this, is her, this was her with a dance partner who was able to calm her so, down yes. if needed. Yep. This was the best match I've seen Charlotte ever have. Yeah. Charlotte literally looked like a star. She looked like a star. <clears throat> yeah, sure. I mean, her coming out, you you could just look at her and be like, okay, this is gonna be good. And like she tapped Oscar. Did the ends eight. the streak? Yeah. Um, Oscar gets the mic. Charlotte was ready for Oscar. I didn't like that, but it's the passing <laughs> of the torch essentially to hey, I don't get Ronda Rousey, but you, Charlotte, will get Ronda Rousey. I think the thought process behind that was. Everybody who assumed Asuka was going to win, they had Asuka endorse Charlotte. Correct, yes. As you people need to watch her. Yeah. And I think that was my... And and Asuka didn't look upset about it. Yeah. You know, she gave that... It's about time somebody was able to beat me. It happens. Yeah. And I just... I thought Charlotte just... Charlotte came away from WrestleMania the biggest star. Mm-hmm. She had the most to gain... For, or she gained the most out of this match. Like, this will do... Way different uh, for a a wrestler um, than when Brock Lesnar broke the streak, I would say. 100%. I think you're right, because then she can hang this where Paul Heyman says, the only man to beat The Undertaker, defeat the streak. Now Charlotte can do that by herself. And, and and I think that will help her confidence on the mic as well, where we've seen shaky at times over mm-hmm. the last three, four years. Um, I think now she could de- can develop that persona, and oh yeah, she's still a face. You remember when when Ric Flair came back to WWE and yep. was going to wrestle Vince McMahon, and he didn't want to <laughs> do it. And he was going to wrestle on a T-shirt, yeah. and Triple H pulled him and said, "MF, are you a Ric Flair? What are you nervous about?" Yeah, and Flair kind of, I am Ric Flair, and he went on and had six, seven more years of great matches yes. in WWE. Yeah. This is Asuka going, you're a flair. You have athletic ability <laughs> that nobody else has in this business. Yeah. You have you're tall, you have a look, you're built well. Like you're in shape. You're, yeah. You know, and and it, your gear, you look like you You are the queen. If you, know? you look if you didn't know anything about wrestling you looked at Charlotte, you go, I bet you she's the yeah. champion. Yeah. You know, maybe you just took Asuka to go, damn it, woman. <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. I'll be, you know, and if I'm Oscar, I'll be fine. Yeah. You know, and, and we heard that coming along the lines of it, we didn't know, oh, I don't want to see that website. Is it seven o'clock now? Oh, I don't want to gotcha. see any spoilers. Um, it's one of those things where if I'm Oscar and, and they're teeter tottering, okay, we're going to have you win. They're like, well, maybe we don't know, blah, blah, blah. If I'm Oscar, I go, look, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen to me. If this can build her, do it. Yeah. Do it now. Um, yeah, I agree. I, she's definitely going to be very unselfish, um, and and I think it is for the bigger bigger plan. But now I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be like, wait, Nia Jax can beat Asuka all of a sudden, even though she failed four to five other times. Bailey as well. Like that's just the one oh. of the things. So yeah. So now Charlotte has held the title for 145 days. That's what I was kind of looking. And up. 22 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Bliss with the belt and went, already. She's been up for two minutes. Three minutes. You know they probably barely finished the recap. That's why I was like, uh, okay. But uh, 
Yeah, and, and that's why through everything we just discussed, that's why that was my match of the night. Yeah. And this this was the epitome of building somebody. And it's very hard nowadays in wrestling to build an established star. Mm-hmm. It's very few times I've seen it happen. This was one of those moments they built an established star. Yeah, you know, the, the last real time, to be honest, I can think of somebody who was an established star that they built to be bigger than they already were mm-hmm. was when Okada finally beat Tanahashi at, at Wrestle Kingdom 10. Because you look at him now, he's had the belt for 600-some days. Yeah. And now it's, is he ever going to lose? You know, he's, <laughs> he's getting on that level. So then to transition, when the whole superstar shakeup happens... Do you move Charlotte back to Mondays now? So then she has that audience to kind of showcase that, what she did. I think I think the problem that the women have that the men don't mm-hmm. is when you look at the champions of that division, are you going to strip your champions? Because you can't bring the belt with you like you can the IC title because it's blue. Yeah. You can't bring the, you know, Nia can't get drafted to SmackDown and bring the red belt to SmackDown. Yeah. It's not like the U.S. and the IC, and I don't think they thought that through. <laughs> you know, you can't draft the Bludgeon Brothers, you no. know, with blue belts. No. So I think that's the hard part. The Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, moving on four-way, I went three stars. Jinder Mahal defeats Bobby Roode, Rusev, and Randy Orton. Yeah. It, it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't is what bad. it is. So Big three, three. Um I'm going to say this now, and I didn't want to say this, because I already jinxed this with the gender thing, and I got yelled at by everybody. But I really was going to cement it, what I was I was going to say to you guys. Well, you know, you know Rusev pinned gender on SmackDown, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming gender's gender. going to pin him, and then the other two won't be, and then he <laughs> Which leads me to, I was shocked Rollins won on Monday when I was so confident to win at Mania. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, when... when Rusev cleanly beat Jinder. I went, oh, damn it. <laughs> like, uh, but I don't, I don't have a lot to say about this match. If you, anything you want to touch on, great. No, I mean, this was something that you could have seen at a No Mercy or, you know, a month prior at, at, at Fast Break. Um, so, or Fast Block, when, what have you. Road so, Lane. Road Lane. The, the um, turning Lane. No, I mean, Jinder, you know, he's, he's no longer hindered, hopefully. You know, he'll be working with workers with this secondary mid-tier title. title. And that's so, what we kind of said. If he's going to be a mid-tier, mid, mid-tier title heel mm-hmm. and not in the main event, okay, great, because you need those guys. Yes, you I need mean, for him to build off of who he's working with. I hate to say this, but I'd rather watch Jinder attempt at, at least you here's the one thing i'll say about jinder is at least it looks like he's trying, trying out there. Yeah. he's going out there and doing the best he can it looks like every moment he runs a rope his quad's gonna tear because his <laughs> muscles are so big but i'd rather watch a at least i'm trying gender than baron corbin yes where jinder mahal yeah he's more of a character week in a week out you'd want to see you lose where baron corbin just like get off my team yeah like uh you you yeah. had your minute with me and that's it yeah yeah you know uh, speaking of minutes where I was thought, thinking I was going to count down to the end of this match, this ended up being, I would say, my match of the night just due to the shrill um, audacity of everybody kind of showing up. And all it took was a, uh, a gut punch to Stephanie McMahon in the corner. Yeah, Stephanie sold her ass off Woo! to the point. That, and, and this is where I'm going to eat crow. I said, real quick, I'll say that we're talking... Uh, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle defeat Stephanie Matrix. Yeah. I went four stars. This is the only other match I get four stars. Yeah. 
So women dominated WrestleMania like they did the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, everything was supposed to be what it was. And it's like, damn it, she's wrestling Stephanie. We're never going to get to see anything. <laughs> In the back of my head, I completely forgot how enjoyable Stephanie versus Brie Bella actually was a few years ago. At Summer yeah, Summer. it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, and never thought about that. She she gets her in the corner, and she's working with all these punches. She throws a body shot, and Stephanie McMahon sells this thing like she got shot with a gun. Jumps up so high in the air. And nobody in a million years, I think, would have ever thought. Now, and here's the kicker. After watching someone like Sonya Deville, who's in MMA, and she's doing body shots for days on these chicks, mm-hmm. Bailey just sells it by fall uh, in the corner, you know, yeah. whatever. Stephanie McMahon did a freaking like pole vault in the air. Everybody in, in, in our party popped, jumped off the yeah. couch, and from there on out, nobody was laid back. No. This match was go. Yeah. And this would have been my match of the night if it wasn't how bored I was with trips and, and angle to start the thing. Yeah, the the whole, well, him and Steph again coming back-to-back years on, on a motorcycle brigade. Ugh, it's a yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, this this was a good match. Angle looking a little, you know, a little bit better, uh, getting a little bit more uh, in into the match here. Uh, trips, man, father time, but he's still looking yeah. good. But I was just like, wow, I can't believe... This is Hunter herself. How great was it that they let this be a cluster? And the referee just kind of let the rules, excuse me, go out the window. This became a beyond wrestling match, which was beautiful. And I don't know if they had a chance to see it, but, you know, I'm sure it had a positive reaction because you can actually watch male and female wrestle and and put that bias aside. It works really well, especially Ronda Rousey against Triple H. And you bring it up, the beyond thing is so damn perfect. When Tony Storm becomes actually in the main event. Yeah. She gets her ass kicked the whole time, yeah. but then lands the submission at the mm-hmm. end, and it, and it taps up. Yeah. I was never once going, I can't believe this guy's doing this. Because mm-hmm. it's pro wrestling. It goes back to the whole thing I was saying with the, with the, you know, everyone's hating Bliss for what, you know, you know she had an eating disorder and she's going to say this? It's pro wrestling. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a show. Yes. And this was the epitome of, and nobody had a problem with it. No. Angle with the ankle out on Stephanie. Triple H getting into it with Rousey. I mean, it was it was fantastic, and nobody cared. Everyone loved it. Yeah. This match was tremendous. Um, this match exceeded, as you said, every expectation that that anybody had. Mm-hmm. I think this officially made people go, maybe Rousey's going to be okay. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it depends on. What we see later on tonight. I mean, will she become an advocate, or will Paul Heyman become her advocate? Will she get a voice to back her up? Um, but I, she's sure to pat herself on the back. She deserves, uh, you know, any and every praise that she's probably have been receiving since this uh, uh, mixed tag match. Um, but no, they they broke all the rules in all the right ways. Um, Ronda Rousey, though, my God, she delivered some. Some moves where I'm, I was a little like, okay, you know, but again, time will will heal that. This is her first pro that wrestling match that she did where Stephanie oh, kind Steph- of yeah, yeah. I think that was more Stephanie as okay. much as it was. Don't make up moves. Mm-hmm. She did it to Mandy Rose, who I'm not saying Mandy Rose is anything special. Yeah, and I'm not dogging her, but she's just new, so that's what that's what I yeah, mean by yeah. that. She took it as just a normal flat body bump, mm-hmm. you know, instead of like a flat back, just front chest, and it looked fine because she she went with it and just bam, she didn't. Oh, you know what I mean? And then, of course, uh, after they celebrate the win, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey, they they quickly show UFC owner Dana, Dana, White, Dana yeah. White there. So 
Which I thought president, was kind of funny. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it was, I mean, it was great. It was so fun. Yeah, we can all breathe a sigh early. This is a match again where I will probably watch a few times this, this year and be like, wow, that was great. The pop when, when she was squatting up with, with Hunter. Hunter, yeah. She had a makeup run in. Yeah. And she was ready to bomb, like... I thought Jordan Jordan was going as ham as New Japan for a minute there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I and I asked him myself. I said, "Look, I want four stars in this match. This is the second highest graded match of the show for me so far. Did I go far?" He goes, "What match tonight did you pop? The, did did anybody pop for?" I said, "Well, this." He said, "What are you complaining about?" I said, yeah. "You're right, man. They did. They, they, they were wonderful. Whoever you know booked the match. I'm sure all four of them, uh, you know, have the minds where they knew how to placate to the audience." Um, everything just worked. I mean, Ronda had gear. Yeah, she didn't have knee pads or anything, but uh, she was bleeding from it. Yeah, I mean, it's shout out to her mineral Suzuki boots. <laughs> I will say this: Ronda was selling. Yep. Um, Stephanie put her in a submission. She sold it. Yep. Um, was this the longest match? Ding 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 ding. That was my second choice. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say the only thing that stopped me from putting this as my match of the night was. I did not know that the greatest submission escape artist in the world is Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> That's my only criticism. Is Ronda Rousey, yeah. who's made millions of dollars tapping people out, mm-hmm. uh, kept getting uh, Stephanie McMahon alluded to every move and yeah. work. I, that was my like, my only. Hey, she's only. a student of the game, man. Look who she's married to. <laughs> yeah, the game. Exactly. I'm just like. I'm not going to say anything because everyone's having such a good time, but I'm like, how is she getting out of every single submission hold that nobody in ever in the yeah. world has ever gotten out of? So, and again, match wise, I mean, Charlotte and Oscar again blew yeah. it off wrestling wise, but for as a standing point where I my interest was waning, you know, leading up to it to almost a groan to like, wow, I want to yeah. watch that again. And that's where I need to suspend <laughs> my suspension of disbelief needs yeah, to happen yeah. there because it's a wrestling match and I get that. And, so, and that could have be applied to the next match as well. Uh, next match, we get the New Day versus the Usos versus the Bludgeon Brothers. So they had some Power Rangers gimmick kind of going on with the New Day, a la Willy Wonka as well. <laughs> yeah. The Pancake Loompas, I'm assuming. We all picked, we went New Day and Usos on our picks, but we both said if this isn't a gimmick match, the Bludgeon Brothers need to win. Yeah. Bludgeon Brothers won. This might have been the shortest match of the card. I, I it was it was damn uh, damn close. It was damn, it was the third shortest match. Um. It was what it was to me. I don't, it, nothing stood out. Nothing was bad. Nothing was great. Yeah. I mean, again, my whole thing is what makes them different from where they were a year ago yeah. as a tag team. Oh, they finally won. They I got guess. cool gear. I mean, let's, we'll, we'll see how it goes. It's a shakeup. It's something that's different for the tag team division in SmackDown. Um, now we get the second worst match of the night for me. Oh, man. John Cena versus The Undertaker. Oof. Now, I already had beef about this. <laughs> because in the middle of putting over Oscar and Charlotte, mm-hmm. the streak has ended. Charlotte came out on top. In the middle of this, the referee runs until Cena takers here. Yeah, that's so weird. Cena runs by, just goes out over the barricade, by the way, and then just runs up the ramp. And you see Charlotte walking up the ramp like, oh, <laughs> way to crap on that match. Yeah. That pisses me off. Yeah. Cena comes out, and we get this really long segment, which was that fine. Elias yeah. beats up Elias. He's going to finally leave. Then, for some reason, Taker's hats and his shirts and the, his wrestling gear is in the ring. Yep. Lightning hits it, and then it's gone, and then he 
wears it when he wrestles or something. I don't. And then he did Cena do any moves? The best thing, no. Let's get to the best. Uh, I would say that one of the second best pops of the night, but the biggest heats you could ever get on anyone. Uh, I, I would say two times he's done this over the last uh, six months. Elias. He was, you know, kind of showing the lights go out. Everyone's like, oh, take Yeah, her. that was really cool. And then you hear the strumming. What music did he do? The, um, that New, uh, New Orleans, something New Orleans. Yeah, but uh, the over the China, anywho. He, he does a, a cover, um, and he's just walking down, and everyone's booing him for the first time in a while, by yeah, the way. They thought, I mean, that, that, I forgot that was you were great. right. They that thought was it was really Taker. Damn cool, yeah. yeah. And then the, the, the hat and gloves. The, the imagery from when we saw Taker last was his gear in the ring, right, which fine. I liked. But then, I that. but then when the lightning right. comes and it disappears, you're like, okay, this is going to be cool. And then it turns into a Brock Lesnar 2017 now, match. Now, was this the shortest match of the card? Uh, it actually was. Yes, it was. Uh, under three minutes. Good two minutes God Almighty. Seconds. Squash. I don't get it. John Cena got squashed by the old ass Undertaker at WrestleMania in the Who almost missed old school, by the way. <laughs> he took one out. step, went nope. <laughs> Kikotaro got farther in the, the cluster bleep. <laughs> throw, throw your X Throw up. the X up. You know I don't I just I was it was Maybe this is a way to move Cena out. I mean he's hey he's great in blockers, everybody. I mean the the Hollywood is in his future. What was the point of this? I don't know. The, the lack of build, I would say they probably did for a reason because they knew Taker's limitations. So that's what I said. Okay, before we build this up for three weeks and make it where everyone's like, this is what I want to see, and then disappoint them with the, the lack work rate that we've seen over the last year or so, possibly, people say it would take her. I think they're like, you know what, let's just do a quick, let's get you out. Fans would be happy. You see The Undertaker, you're done. Is this at Raw 25 when Taker was like, 25, hold Well, hey, he did have a hole uh, to bury the soul in because uh, he was buried for sure. Triple H must have high-fived on his thing. I could have done it better myself. Um, But it was meant for the crowd to pop with Undertaker coming back. Yeah. Kind of getting it there. I mean, is this the best way to end The Undertaker now? Like, be done with him? He gets his win at Mania. Yes. Four years ago, still, what was it for? Um, was that one of the biggest blunders in the history of wrestling, though? The way that we've had four years to kind of take a look back? Yeah. Stopping the streak? As nonsensical as it is in pro wrestling, WWE terms? I think because of what Brock Lesnar has been the last four years. No, I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Because he's been a multiple time champion, he's been dominant. Yeah. So I don't hate that. Has, but he didn't need that to. I mean, it was just good to hear Heyman say it for that year after he beat Taker. I guess he didn't need it, but do you really want Roman to be the guy who then did it? Because here's my thing with with Lesnar at least doing it is by having Brock Lesnar be the guy to end the streak. You have the legit biggest badass in the company actually True. do it. True. You know what I mean? Like a la Charlotte being an actual competent wrestler, you're like, oh, I believe that she could make Oscar tap. Yeah, like so that's just why I, I wonder, like, you know, at least he freaking, at least he, at least he ended. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess I guess that's my only my only thing why I don't hate it. Yeah. If that makes sense, but I just. 
I'm just. It's like, still a great WTF moment. But looking back, there's so many different ways you could have done it. And yeah, maybe you do have Reigns break the streak, and then that could have, you know, helped him get over more as the heel in the longer run, in the scheme of things. Where they tried and saying, hey, I ended the streak, it's in my yard. Yeah. Where people were just like, no. like Especially because then they pay it back off by having him just uh, lose to him at lose SummerSlam. Lose to him at SummerSlam, yeah. So it's like, well, that was... Good job, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you, what are you Ball taker. I don't. Like this just didn't make any sense, man. Yeah. This is this is stupid. This is a waste. I uh, I, I don't know. I'm it's it taker scene. I think deserved a little more, but again, I think this was just for a nice cheap pop and get everyone all like ooh. But in the grand scheme of things, this should have been a lot more. But this also should have been three years ago. No, has Lesnar? Lesnar's been champ for over a year now. Yep. That just dawned on me. Yeah, like, he, totally he is not. Yeah, because he hasn't lost since. That's <laughs> Goldberg. Yeah. Wow. Ah, I don't hate it. Um, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon defeat Kofi or Kofi. <laughs> Kofi Owens. <laughs> Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. I want three stars. It was a fun match, but. Shane, man, my God, if, if like you said, when he got repeatedly oh, hit, oh. hit in his midsection and his kidneys and his diverticulitis oh. area, it was, uh, it was, it was painful. Uh, but, but Sami Zayn, you know, him and Kevin Owens having fun with uh, Daniel Bryan there, um, you know, everything was good. He was even out of the match a for a majority of it. They did this, almost a stretcher job. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, you bring the stretcher out, like do the WWE checklist on this match. Yeah. But we all knew, you know, why he was out, so he can essentially get the, the big go-around, uh, the, the finisher on, on both gentlemen, as we saw, yeah. um, with the LaBelle lock uh, on Sami Zayn to get him to tap there. But the big thing, I would say, was him with the entrance. Uh, everybody in that dome, uh, the Silver Dome, that is, uh, doing the yes chance, which I thought was awesome. I'm sorry. Crazy. I mean the Superdome, brother. <laughs> Um, I thought it was great. Uh, Owens was was you know brutal as ever. He didn't care, which which makes him still one of the better better uh, faces they have on on TV. Not face like that, but yeah, just you know, know wrestler you, where you're like yeah. in and week in a week out. Uh, that Papa power bomb was still sick. Uh, they even did the apron power bomb uh, earlier in the match to kind of knock him out. Uh, a la SmackDown a week or so ago, but it, it was cool too the fact that they they would injure one to try to signal the other. Correct. Then, yeah. You know, and it's a good heel tactic, and it's an easy, cheap heel way to do it. Yeah. And they still did enough to make Shane look relevant <laughs> and look like yeah, like. You know, he hit the coast to coast. He he had a fighting chance. Yep, yep. And then Daniel Bryan got the got the shine, which he should have. If Daniel Bryan didn't get the shine and the victory, it, it would have been a little annoying. Agreed. I understand. The, oh, we could save it. You know, or <laughs> well, the only reason he didn't win is because he just you know he's still not there yet. This isn't a company who's smart enough to use that angle, so I'm glad they didn't try it. <laughs> but like. You know, as you, you know, three stars. I'm totally cool. With that. I totally, Man, I totally. What are you? What are you checking out? No, I was just seeing when and if their contracts are really up. Meaning, uh, Generico and Steen there. Oh wow, where'd you find this? So where the hell so is his contract ends you, in 2018? You mean to tell who? And Kevin Owens. Um, you mean to tell me Epico makes two hundred thousand dollars? Yeah. This can't be. 
Shinsky makes four hundred. Mike, is this real? Yeah. What? This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I'm going to be all over this well, one. Maybe not. They spell triple H. <laughs> I have a triple. <laughs> Braun Strowman's only making 300 k I'd be pissed to sell that. Though. He's getting that Titus O'Neil money. <laughs> Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal's almost making a million dollars. Mahal making big money after becoming WWE champion and earning a 350000 per pay-per-view event bonus. Get the hell out of Dodge. Wow. So, uh, do this they go is back a to straight ROH? legit thing. Yeah. Do they go back to? Where did, well, hold on. Let, I want to. I want to just ask you about this real quick. Where did you find Where's this? Zane? How is Luke Gallows making two hundred and fifty k after he left? Won't they have paid him? Where did, so how do you know? Okay, for one, how do we know this is officially real? I I don't. It's just www.wrestlersalaries.org. Wow. Summer Ray made a hundred. Okay, maybe this is real. <laughs> <laughs> that's dude. That's that's crazy. Like I'm. I will, I'm gonna have to look at that another time. Um, move on. Next next match. We go. Or you're still looking up Sami Zayn? Yeah. No. No. Okay. Good. Uh, Nia Jax defeats Alexa Bliss with a uh, top rope Samoan drop to win the title. Thank God they did that correctly. Yes. Really good match. Alexa Bliss bumped her ass mm-hmm. off. She is sold. This is minus the gimmick. This was the, I'm going to make you a star performance like EC3 did in that ladder match. Yeah. She went out there and said, what can I do to get you over? Yep. And she got smoked. Yeah, she was getting tossed around like a rag doll, as you were expecting. But she also got her bleep in yeah, as well. Yeah, she had a really good heat, on, really good <laughs> light heat. Uh, Mickey James still hasn't moved. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, she's done. Wait, hasn't she died twice since she's come back into the WWE? I think well, I'm pretty sure she has. I, I'm pretty sure like she. Oscar took care of her yeah. takeover. <laughs> but, uh, no, I was. It was. I went three and a half. Not a lot to discuss. It's but everything we was done right. Yeah, it was what we're expecting. Nia getting her moment. Alexa Bliss. Nothing happens to her um, in this loss. Uh, again, everyone. They they told the story. They ended this story. So now again, hopefully it, it freshens it up, uh, freshens up the women's uh, division on Raw. Best match I've seen Nia Hax, Nia, <laughs> Nia Jax have. I think it was better than her Oscar match on Raw. Oh, agreed. I, I think yeah. she she gave a her. This was her first to me official big baby face performance. Yeah, and and to be honest, this was I would say any naysayers of Alexa Bliss leading in the ring. I think this is the match yeah. that kind of. Has those naysayers and, and quiet because she she led that match. And how you know and, and this is this is this is where this is where the company did it right. Not not because of the payoff of the storyline, but yeah. this is we want to make you a star, Nia. We just we got to figure out how to do it. And Bliss goes, let me, I, I you know, if Bliss says this, let me let me get her over. Yeah. This is Nia getting to work with her best friend where she's comfortable. Mm-hmm. She has no expectations because she knows she's in there with somebody you don't have to worry about. Yeah. It's the same thing. Anytime I wrestle Demetrius, I have no worries in the in the ring because we know each other so well. Yeah. And this showed it. And this got Agreed. Nia over. Agreed. It's fantastic. So far, again, WrestleMania, pretty damn good yeah, show. As we're all show. looking at each other like, wow, everything has been great. AJ Styles defeats Shinsuke Nakamura. Ooh. I went three and three quarters. I I agree with that. Um, was not as good as the Wrestle Kingdom match. No, it was a little underwhelming, uh, match wise. Um, it it you know they were sizing each other up. Uh, you know in the in the beginning, 
Um, but but nothing really felt like a big match. No, I I never once got besides Shinsuke's in. entrance. Yeah, <laughs> it's but like you know, and this is this is not to try to go to other companies, but mm-hmm. I never had the same feeling I did when watching say. Okada versus General Suzuki. Or even Okada, Zack Sabre Jr., yeah. you know, just from a, a week or two. Well, yeah, and I was trying to go with a lesser match. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about. But, yeah, exactly. Like, you watch Okada Sabre, you're like, yeah. oh, I didn't have that in this match. There, yeah. was, there, was no, there was nothing that made me fear for any one of their to lose the match. And, and that doesn't mean that they needed 100 no. falsies in this match, um, which I appreciated, but I think they could have given one or two later on, you know, kind of in that final mm-hmm. five minutes, which it just happened. You're just like, whoa. Now, what I will the, say about but this. But the Clash finish was pretty damn cool. Yeah, and it was, you know, out of nowhere, boom. And shut up, yeah. And, yeah. and it, it made the Solid Clash look important. Dominant because again, yeah. Yep. Shinsuke turns. Yep. Um, and beats the hell out of him. <laughs> um, I was kind of hoping for uh, for Hiroshi Tanahashi to kind of run down and plead with him, like, what are you doing, brother? I try for all. And then he takes him out. I think they did what they did because they are just kind of going, build it exactly. More, yeah. If we do what we normally would just do on an average, everyday basis, we're going to still put out a better match than most people would at this show. Mm-hmm. But by establishing our angle... And protecting everything, and this is why I don't think you did all. They do all the falsies. Is they protected their finishers, so when they do they need do the falsies, yeah. you can build this to SummerSlam, and then you give them the big SummerSlam match with the falsies and the payoffs. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to get your four and a half star match. Correct. Yeah, and and this is definitely worth a rewatch. I mean, we were already uh, what four and a half hours into the WrestleMania, and, and that didn't help. Like even these two guys had the crowd going. Yeah, because you're so right. into it. But yeah, I mean, when you're five hours in already, including the pre-show, you're just like, okay, you know, what's you're expecting a lot more because you everything has been so and good thus far. The, pro, the and this is the problem that WrestleMania has that Wrestle Kingdom doesn't. Mm-hmm. Some people will say, well, Wrestle Kingdom's five six hours or whatever. The difference is. Wrestle Kingdom is five hours like this was five hours, but Wrestle Kingdom builds from the bottom up. Yeah. Where every match you're getting, you're expecting is going to continuously better. Yes. These guys... They, they went in reverse order. Of that. Yeah, they just kind of slot things in. It's like it's like Mania um, last year, where the best stuff was Styles and Shane opening, and, Shane, yeah. and then in the end of it sucked. SummerSlam, it was great, and then it just finished out crap. <laughs> Except for the main event. Main event made our match of the year list. Mm-hmm. But Wrestle Kingdom, you're like, well... You know, we struggled for a couple hours on the prelims, but now we're going to get Soto Shibata (laughs) and Hiromu Kushida and Tanahashi Naito. Oh, and Okada Omega, you know, going back two years of Wrestle Kingdom. Mm -hmm. They build to that where it's okay that this is going so long. Yes, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, then we get the worst match, in my opinion. I don't want an F-star. Attempted kidnapping. uh, Attempted to kidnap John Cohen's son, Nicholas. Um, as Braun Strowman and Nicholas defeat the bar, Nicholas came in the ring and then left the ring. Braun squashes the bar. I'm over. Do you have anything else you want to say about this? I'm really kind of bummed, but again, this is your filler match, so it's got to be a little bit more fun. Try to get the audience a little into it. But even Braun Strowman, I don't know if the cues were mixed up or... 
But he was just going randomly. He's like, it could be you or you or you pointing to the camera. It's like, and he walks do this later. Yeah, three, everywhere. four rows into the yeah. crowd and randomly finds this kid. Yeah. Like, he had to go around different people to find. Like, he couldn't have seen this kid from the apron. <laughs> like, that was my problem with it. Oh, I agree. Uh, but uh, Nicholas is his name, which I honestly thought it was a girl. Sorry, Nicholas. Because I was like, hey, it's a girl. Oh, no, then, yeah, no, Jen did, and then y'all let me for saying she did. It was you that did. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, Jen. But uh, he's already got his own Twitter handle at WWE Nicholas WM34. Should we uh, try to get him on the show? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, but unfortunately, said, breaking news, though, Nicholas has been suspended for 30 days for his first violation of the wellness yeah, policy. Yeah, he was hanging out with Roman. <laughs> um, speaking of Roman main event As we said they go in reverse order Two stars for me on this Roman Reigns loses to Brock Lesnar Which Yeah After 90 F5 <laughs> Now Where most people were shocked And there was that Oh my god I can't believe they had Roman lose And I stood up last night And cheered in the living room And I was so excited And then I thought about this today And went you know what hmm. WWE You did something so different With Roman to get him over and it started to work. You had one job, and you had him lose. The one time you should have had Roman Reigns win, he yeah, doesn't win. He doesn't win. How ass backwards is this stupid company? It's it's like they they did the whole switcheroo on the two layup matches that they had with Oscar Charlotte and and a Roman Reigns uh, Brock Lesnar, where those were the sure. We're and so they're like, okay, well, maybe they'll do that. Okay, but we're still going to get Reigns going over, you know, whatever. Hopefully it doesn't close the show. And then AJ and Nakamura goes, so it's like, okay, that's closing the show now. Uh, prepare to see a wind of booze or, you know, see a booze in New Orleans there. Um, and, yeah, I mean, six, I mean, there were booze. There were plenty of boring chants. There was plenty of BS chants. That match chants. It, it was bad. How it, long? Did you it, have the time on that match? Yes, it was. And my thing, too, on that I match. I have to cut you off. I'm just curious on the time here. Um, that match was doo, 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 uh, 15 minutes and 50 seconds. I want to rewatch it. You do? Yeah. My, <sighs> it's hard due to the fact that. It seemed very similar to WrestleMania 20 with Lesnar and Goldberg, just because a lot of people are like, okay, Lesnar's leaving. Yeah, Dana White backpedaled earlier this morning. But, you know, he's he's gone. You know, he didn't seem into it, you know, as much. And Reigns was just there like, okay, I'm going to get my – I'm going to get beat up, and then I'm going to get my shots, and then I'm going to hold the title. Fourth Mania, you know, main evented, you know, in a row. So we were all expecting it. Hell, I'm sure Roman Reigns was expecting it. <laughs> I don't know what happened before they went out to the match. We we kind of heard what happened after uh, what happened after the match there with uh, Brock Lesnar and and the chairman himself. But uh, yeah, this just seems really hodgepodgey. Where yeah, don't make this your your final match. Then you know, do AJ you know kind of holding the title and Nakamura with the heel turn you know to close out the show. Be like, oh, I gotta watch Tuesday Night SmackDown. Is this going well? If we're gonna send the whole fans home happy, we can't have Roman win. <laughs> no, I, I think it's oh, we finally got Lesnar to sign a new contract. Yeah. Let's keep so that momentum. Let's going. break that down. Brock Lesnar gets in the back. Uh, he he busts Roman open with elbows. Which clearly looked like they were doing it on purpose. Mask. 
Like that clearly looked yeah. like it was on purpose. Was but the, the camera angle was so perfect where you can kind of see something on a Roman's forehead, like loose skin a little, and then Lesnar eyeing it. Like you could totally tell. So kudos to the camera guy. But like you could tell that he's looking at it and then gets his elbow ready and just hits that spot like two or yeah, three right times. Yeah, right on top of the hairline. And then there. boom! And I was like, "Good God!" And, and so he does that. Apparently, he gets crap from the officials or somebody. Nobody knows if he went into business for himself. Whatever. I think it's all bull crap. Yeah. And I think it's people trying to get Brock Lesnar in the news where he just walked home and left. Nobody knew why he left. <laughs> I think it's that again. Now you know we talked about it earlier and after thinking about it. Yeah. Regardless if it's true, whatever. He gets into a Vince and apparently throws the universal title at Vince, or he throws there a wall and leaves. Yeah. And then he signs a new contract today. <laughs> like, what the oh, hell? Oh, Lesnar. Such a Lesnar. I I don't understand it. It didn't make sense. The <laughs> one time it made sense to have Roman win, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Now, they're headlining the Saudi Arabia greatest Royal Rumble of all time thing. I'm guessing that's when Roman Which, wins. yeah. Unless Ginger runs in. That's that's not India, though. No! <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Maybe that's AOP. No, they're <laughs> Egypt. They're Egypt, I think. But, I don't know. I mean, that was... <laughs> Thanks, my ignorance. So, that's WrestleMania. Uh, anything else you want to touch on, or... Uh, WrestleMania was fantastic. Um, ah, fantastic. No, it was a great show. I'm not going to... Yeah, it, it was their, their best show from top... From bottom... To almost top in a long, long time. But that's been their MO of all 2017. Their front end is usually has been really great, and then the main events are, are kind of lacking. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, that that whole last year had been that way. But know, I, an enjoyable uh, enjoyable watch. If you have five hours, hell, even if you have six hours of watch. No, hours. not even six hours. Don't watch the pre-Rumble <laughs> matches. Uh, but definitely check out the Mustafa Ali-Cedric Alexander match. Um, but but you won't be disappointed. AJ and, and Shinsuke, I want to watch how again. How bad is that to say? If you have six free hours, it's not like if you got twenty minutes. <laughs> if you have six hours to kill, yeah. like if you have a fourth of a day. Yeah. If you're not, you know, too busy throwing, uh, you know, stuff at, at buses a la Conor McGregor, uh, and you're not in jail, then yeah, watch watch WrestleMania 34. <laughs> there you go. We're gonna get to that last break. Uh, Blog Talk apparently still isn't letting us rock and roll here, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, we're going to come back and talk those WWN live shows from the weekend. A lot of fun on those. A lot of new new names and faces for everybody. I uh, hadn't seen seen some of the talent. Uh, I'm excited to talk it. Uh, we're going to give you a little bit of content with it until it cuts us off. And now, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my reading. <laughs> we'll be right back, WrestleCast Radio. Missing out on an awesome Uh-oh. show sucks. SeatGeek is an app that lets you track your favorite artists and notifies you when they announce new shows nearby. You can even connect your favorite music services so that you never miss out again. SeatGeek, the smart way to buy tickets. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yeah! We got you covered. Yeah! From WWE, yeah! New Japan, yeah! Ring of Honor, yeah! Impact. Lucha Underground, All Japan, and more. We're talking the highs and lows in pro wrestling. Heck, we're even giving you people from the Okadas and Omega. We're even talking the Bone Soldiers and Enzo Amoris. Sorry, Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night. 
6 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Okay, I'm going to get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susie. Ryan is going to love this hat. Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop. Calling all fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil. And I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net. The one and only Standing Account Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Account Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media. What's up? Call Ashley. Yeah, it's about time you call that girl. No, no, no. He just talked to that girl two hours ago. You got to let love marinate. Put love in that bag. To marinate. Mmm, love going to be in that bag like, mm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then after it marinates, no, you're going to pull it out. Jamie, who's Alexa? Say it. Say it, Jamie. You and Alexa. That's right. I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys. But I'll take it from here. Diamonds are forever They are all I need to please me They can stimulate and tease me They won't leave in the night I've no fear that they might hurt me Cast Radio coming back at you. It's, that's got to be one of the coolest mashup old school theme song type things. Some could even say it's a hard hitting mashup. <laughs> you know, it, it comes at you with with hard hitting bass. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other hard hitting commentary? Wait, this no. just in. No. I almost just uh, cursed my head off. Did you hear that? <laughs> Holy shit. You, my Mr. Uh, technical Legend himself, will finally meet one Reina Omega Kazuchika Okada since he officially uh, just stated a few moments ago, a few hours ago, if you will, um, that he is all in September 1st. My God. Uh, we, we just want to know when tickets are going to be on sale, boys, just due to the fact that uh, WrestleCast Radio will definitely... Definitely be in the house. Uh, one thing that I'm excited for, especially because I think they are based out of Florida, so next time I go, uh, I will definitely be checking uh, WWN because, my God, the shows that they put on during a WrestleMania weekend in New Orleans was fantastic. Everything from Evolve, 
um, to beyond wrestling to so much more. Um, I might actually, I, I think I gave Ryan a stroke. Uh, um, getting my inhaler for me. <laughs> Uh, definitely oh, having shit. some some evolve shows here. Bloodsport, uh, but kind of kicking it off was uh, oh. Matt Riddle's Bloodsport 2018, uh, a, a, a an event that is so different <laughs> that it had to go on at 3 p.m. Um, I'm gonna die over here. <laughs> the first of many. I'm tired. I want to say Tom Riddle because he's the greatest okay. villain ever. But Matt I'm Riddle, back. Matt Riddle, uh, one of many many appearances this uh, this weekend. It's still there. Yeah, it's it's that needs to be our awesome. profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kazuchiko Kata will be all in. We need to we need to get that banner. We need to put our faces on there and say that we're, we're all, all in. in. Oh yeah. my god, that's a great idea. Oh my god, we got Dominic Greeny from Catchpoint taking on Kyle the Beast. Yeah, uh, two stars. Kyle the Beast sucks. This guy comes up, he sits down doing this. Huh, huh. Like I'm glad we're not Facebook living, so nobody yeah. can see what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> Uh, Dominic Greeny is in uh, is in the the uh, what you would call it the catch point with Dickinson and Jaka. Oh, okay. And Tracy Williams hot sauce, which was oh, a lot. Uh, two stars, you know, was what it was. Greeny, the, he was the MMA looking guy. Yeah. Uh, one of them taps out KTV, whatever. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess with these matches, since we have so much to kind of talk Kumate. about, Kumate. I'm gonna just run through the results. Okay. And then we'll give her feedback what we liked and didn't like. Okay. Uh, Eddie Kingston defeats Tracy Williams. Masada defeated Martin Stone. I went one and a half. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> Walter defeats Tom Lawler. Dan Severn beats Chris Dickinson. And in the main event, Minoru Suzuki defeated Matt Riddle. Wow. Once again, these were knockout or submission only. No ropes. What was your thoughts on Bloodsport, top to bottom? It was it, it was different, and it, it kind of uh, started off that weekend of events um, to like, hey, it's not going to be what you see on a normal week-to-week basis. I appreciated it. Um, it was something cool to see Dan Severin, you know, kind of come uh, come in here and, and looking strong. But um, definitely got some new faces uh, on my radar. But uh, Matt Riddle, I, I've heard, you know, kind of the persona, never saw a match. And this, you know, I've never seen him wrestle a full match. Definitely this was not one to see since it was just him and Minoru uh, <laughs> looking to make the other one tap. But that, mat, or you know, that was a highlight for sure. Uh, Minoru Suzuki, you know, just coming in. Great last-minute filler for uh, for Caval there. Um, Caval! He's called Loki Caval. You might as well call him Senshi, too. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it, it, it was good. It was, you know, it, it is what it was. But uh, Suzuki kind of getting over uh, with that, that crowd in the afternoon was, was pretty cool to see. I loved that match. I went four stars. Yeah. And I remember I said to you, I really love this match, but I don't know how to grade it. Because yeah. I've never watched something like this. This is yeah. something we've never seen before. They were working spots where they were falling out of the ring while holding on submissions, and he was bending him, bending <laughs> Riddle over the apron. I mean, it was disgusting on that. And they're they're rolling around and they're getting back in, and they're, I mean, the 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 slugfest between the two was remarkable. <laughs> Suzuki ends up ends up tapping him. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. it was great. And then we got the cool embrace at the end, which I think is what. Which I, I was about to say, I, I like that respect aspect, and Minoru 
kind of breaking off from being we daddy. We saw the Minoru that we see on Instagram. We're like, this yeah, guy's yeah. style in class. Yeah, yeah. He's this all like, hey, shaking guys. Shaking hands, holding up the arm and going, yeah. you know. And, and This is new. This is innovative. This is cool. Thanks for having exactly. me. Exactly. It was, it was Thanks awesome. for doing something different. And it was great to see that. So, so, and for the fact that he is out of nowhere, is like, all right, I'll come in and do it. Mm-hmm. Like just, I mean, it made it so so much special too. Like it was it was awesome, and he used his old 2004 entrance music. It wasn't even the new kind yeah, thing, you know. Yeah, it was yeah. the old one. So just just all around great fun. It was it was really cool. And Walter Tom Lawler was pretty good too. Yes, I, I agree. It was it was because I remember when I saw him, I was like, that guy looks familiar. He was like, oh, he was also. I was like, you're right. He was in the octagon yep. as well. So I was three and a quarter on that progression from the octagon to the squared circle. Yeah. For a lot of these guys, you know, and and kudos to them. You know, I know the E, you know, probably wanted Riddle early on, but of course his bad boy antics, his bronish, if you will. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's, he was just like, you know what, I don't need you, and and he's proven this. He ran his yep. own show that wasn't a wrestling show, and then again. Proceeded to wrestle on every other show, I would say. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the biggest drawing cards. There was. I think the only ones that really drew more was obviously Janela Spring Break, and when I I started watching the WWN show, the Mercury Rising. Yeah. That was when I started watching Internet Shimmer. Just remembered that, and that building looked sold out head to toe. That looked like there was more than the Spring Break there. Yeah, I agree. There was there. So that, and and so I'm really excited to watch that show since we didn't get to it. But I mean, Tom Lawler had a broken hand, and Walter exploited it, which was awesome in that in that aspect. <laughs> uh, then we move on to Evolve 102. Uh, two and a quarter went. DJ Z defeats Austin Theory. Theory then challenges Keith Lee, title for title, FIP versus the WWE yep, title, yep. Uh, which will be at Evolve 103, which we'll get to. Well, Osprey defeats Air Fox. Uh, the End defeated Doom Patrol. Uh, the Work Horsemen. And Tracy Williams and Donner, Donner, Dominic Guarini from Catchpoint. Uh, Keith Lee defeats Darby Allen. I'm a three and a half on it. I really like that match. Ring Comp defeated Daisuke Sakamoto and Minu, uh, Muniwara yeah. Sawa. Muninori Sawa. I can never say his name. <laughs> I went three and three quarters on it. I really enjoyed that tag match. And then when you wanted to see a match because you didn't get it in the last show, yeah. four and a half stars out with Matt Riddle defeats Zack Sabre Jr. My Ball God, <laughs> this match was a game changer. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. coming off, of course, the Sakura Genesis main event against one of Kazuchika Okada, who's hashtag all in now. Um, <laughs> uh, putting on a, a hell of a match with Matt Riddle. Of course, unfortunately, you've got uh, Randy Orton, Knight of Champions, uh, with the, the results yeah, of I that did. by uh, kind of watching. What, what were you watching? Beyond? Beyond, I watched to see if what it was all, like everything it was about, mm-hmm. to see if it was worth both of us rewatching. But, but yeah, Matt Riddle looking <laughs> good. Uh, the submission holds. I mean, this guy is strong. He is uh, the real deal, bruh. Uh, due to the fact that um, he was doing one-armed German suplexes, yeah. uh, pretty much just, you know, kind of, you know, placating to, oh, Zach Zabra almost ripped my arm off. Um, so, I mean, the, both, I think, people look good. Uh, now, after Sabre Jr. Uh, going off those uh, consecutive wins, now he has two consecutive losses. Yeah, so we'll see where that goes with him. It was... It was just a tremendous. Yeah, show. it was. It was a great show. And and I'll say this too: coming in spoiled, I still went four and a half on it. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was damn. Whoa, you know, the Tyler Black and Shingo. Oh, Shingo is. Tight. Shingo. I cannot wait to watch the Car- Champions Carnival and see him versus Kento Miyahara. <laughs> I don't know what I'm, I'm going to tip my table over when I watch that. 
Uh, then we go Beyond Wrestling. Nice. Obviously, the Riddle Zack Saber was the thing to talk about with the Evolve show. Yes, yeah. Beyond Wrestling, we got Matt Riddle defeated Gianna Perrazzo. Uh, Jordan Grace Mephisto defeated LAX. Mm-hmm. Josh Briggs defeated uh, Davini, I believe was her name, or Davian. Davian, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get Thunder Rose and Holiday defeated Doom Patrol, Dickinson and Jaka. Jonathan Gresham defeated Karen Q. Great, Great that match. was my match of the night. Um, Solo Darling and Tim Huckabee defeated Joey Ryan and Laura James. Hot Sauce Tracy Williams defeated Kimberly. Uh, Tessa Blanchard, whose entrance music we just heard, mm-hmm. defeated Mia Yim, MJF, and Wheeler Utah. In Mia Yim looked awesome, by the yeah, way. She, she was, was good. And, and everyone looked great. I mean, this was such a fun event. Um, again, I had a little concern going on. I was like, how, how are we going to watch this without feeling awkward? Um, but the wrestlers, I mean, they were like, you know what? Screw that. I'm more than just a woman wrestler. Mm-hmm. And everyone, you know, was, was did phenomenal this night. Yeah, it was the women's wrestling revolver took on the Beyond Wrestling guys. Okay. Was the, the theme behind it. The women won five, the men won four, and there was two tag matches that were split. Mm-hmm. Or four ways or whatever you want to call it. Um, then we saw Jessica Havoc defeat Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> uh Joey Janelle and Penelope Ford defeated Orange Cassidy and Seth Sessions. Um, what, what was her name? Sessions Martina? Yep, yep, yep. Sessions Sloth Martina? Sloth Martina. I can't remember yeah. what her other initials Session Moth Martina. Yes, Sessions Moth Martina. I kept putting SSM for some reason. But Orange Cassidy, uh, newest gimmick, I, I love it. It's It takes him forever to get to the ring. Uh, holy bleep chance when he, you know, does a strike, which, I mean, the audience, kudos to the audience. Everything he does is in slow motion. Yeah. So think of, he's barely kicking, he's barely doing (laughs) He hit Joey Janela with a flip pile driver, (laughs) and they, like, both slowly rolled, and then as they're coming forward on the roll, Janela just pencils and spikes, Mm -hmm. even though he's already on his own head. Yeah. Holy bleep chant in slow motion. <laughs> no, but even when he was hitting two guys at once, they were like, oh, the, the audience was just... And, and kudos again, because they get it. You know, it's fun. It's pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, by the way, uh, the EC3 uh, junior, if you will. Uh, I'm sure, you know, they were kind of pushing him through, you know, a lot of these different uh, spots. He has a look. Yeah, and, and he we'll, has a look. We got a lot from him in the uh, cluster. In the cluster, yeah, yeah. Um, main event: Tony Storm defeats Timothy Thatcher. Of Great Green match. A uh, team pog for life. Wow, I. Jordan Grace is one of my favorite non-signed WWE women. Yeah, I mean, again, I would say go out of your way, ladies and germs, smarks and smartcats. Check out this event, Beyond Wrestling, lit up. Uh, is what it was called. I, I didn't have a bad match experience with, with this. It was different. It was fun. It, once you get out of your head over all of it, you're going to be entertained. Mm-hmm. And, and that was their, their focal point, and they definitely delivered. Uh, I mean, Riddle and Perrazzo opened, and it was, yeah. it was short. That powerbomb, really good. good guy. <laughs> uh, Ball 103 was next. This was, this was a good show. Uh, Austin Theory defeats Keith Lee to become the new champion, mm-hmm. which... Pretty much signals Keith Lee's going to NXT. Yep, he's yep. got his uh, Orlando property ready to roll. <laughs> uh, Timothy Thatcher defeats Dominic Guarini. We then see Air Fox defeat DJZ, Jason Kincaid, and Chris Banks in a four-way. Uh, or Travis, I think it was Travis Banks. Yeah, mm-hmm. Travis Banks. Uh, then uh, Chris Dickinson defeats Mark Haskins. Walter defeats Tracy Williams. 
Uh, Muninori Sawa defeats Jaka, and Matt Riddle defeats Dice Sekimoto. Oh man! Um, big story, obviously, coming out of that, out of that is the the Keith Lee. Yeah, yeah, and and Keith Lee for me to finally get back to back Keith Lee matches, you know, kind of under my belt this weekend. Guy's damn good. He's athletic for a, a three hundred and fifty pounder. Um, he's, you know, he's got a look, he's, he's got a, a realness to him, if you will. Um, but no, speaking of, of, of realness and who has the look, I would say is that, um, who was the guy he faced for the uh, Austin Theory? Austin Theory. Yeah. Um, like you kind of said, I mean, if this was the nineties, this is Vince's, you know, prototype for a wrestler, not the biggest tall wise, but he is built and he can move. Yeah. He, and he, he's got that, that look to him that. You know, he's yeah. a tweener for sure. Yeah. You know, you he's can, got you that go Randy way. Orton. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, then in the show, everyone was waiting for it, and it, it was pretty entertaining. Joey's now spring break, too. <laughs> the opening match, we get Eli Everfly defeats DJ Z, uh, Tony Deppen, who did weird crotch grab moves. Yeah. Uh, Gringo oh, Locos. Uh, KTB's back in this thing. KTB. And then Teddy Hart shows up, and they were shocked he, he made the show. That was, the, the I think, the funniest part was him, everyone going, I can't believe Teddy Hart showed up. <laughs> uh, Eli Everfly has the goofiest Undertaker-looking tongue I've ever seen. Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. Very small gentleman, but the tongue, <laughs> the tongue I'm sure, makes up for it. Uh, then we see Matt Riddle defeat James Ellsworth. Yes, um, a, a quicker match than I expected, uh, but uh, they definitely told the story at the Beyond. Well, no, it wasn't Beyond, it was Evolve, right? It was beyond, he beat was Deanna Brazo. And then he took him out. Ellsworth comes out with the intergender title and says, how do you do an intergender oh, yeah. showing up, intergender <laughs> champion, duh. And then, of course... Uh, you just effed up, bro. <laughs> and it was like, oh, yeah. No, but uh, it, was, it was a good, you know, short match, you know, and... Yeah, he, he, it is what it was. Nothing uh, too crazy. Then, what I think might have been my match of the week. Well, it's hard because of how good Riddle Saber was. It was great. But Pierre Carl Ouellette, Ole defeats Walter. I was four and a quarter on this. This was one of the best big man strong style matches I've seen in a long This yeah. was like Ishii Makabe or Ishii and Goto. And Goto. Pierre Carlette's doing moonsaults to the floor, and he's like 50. Yeah, from chops to punches to moonsaults to table spots. This had everything. Tables? I forgot about tables. And what's crazy is this match was given time. Like, you're expecting a 10-minute match for this to be a quote-unquote attraction, you know, with Walter or any Quebecer fans out there. But these guys put in work. They, they, And again, kudos to WWN, GCW, what have you, you know, who put this on or whoever booked this. Um this was a fun watch. This is one where I would rewatch and would recommend people to check out. Walter comes to the ring and grabs a mic and gives uh, Pierre Cartoulet a chance to leave. Yeah, I respect you, man. So if you want to just leave, and I won't kick your ass. <laughs> I, it was hilarious. Yeah. It, oh, it was, it was good. It was really good. Then Nick Gage takes on Pentagon. Uh, this was violent. They were breaking like doors instead of tables. Yeah, they were hitting, uh, still hitting chairs on the heads, uh, Penta to Nick Gage. But yeah, they were using, which I thought was just. 